This podcast is brought to you by Acme Markets. Fresh foods, local flavors. 93.3 WMMR Audio On Demand presents the Preston and Steve Show podcast. And now, Preston and Steve's news update with Kathy Romano. Today is Wednesday, November 30th. Good morning, Kathy. Good morning in the news this morning. Hope Depot's insurance protection are under the spotlight after complaints from some consumers. A recent lawsuit may have some thinking twice before renting a tool from the home improvement giant. Justine O'Brien purchased a new stove from Home Depot in July, but when she didn't prepare, what she didn't prepare for was the additional cost she'd pay for installation jam- damage when they drilled a hole through a, uh, one of her water pipes. She said the mishap resulted in about $600 worth of damage and work on October 14th, USP Home, which handles Home Depot's installation insurance coverage, denied her claim, saying the investigation failed to reveal liability. Uh, that's when 6ABC stepped in. They contacted Home Depot, and they say that the, they changed course after they heard from them. A spokeswoman said, we always want to make sure our customers are taken care of. We want to thank her for allowing us to make this right. Thank you. O'Brien did finally get a check for the repairs, but a further investigation into Home Depot has found other insurance and warranty complaints about tool rentals and damage protection. This is a nationwide issue and has been going on for several years, said attorney John Lockett. A new lawsuit filed by the firm says coverage claims are being unfairly denied. You guys ever rented tools before? Yeah, I, I rented have a not. Ja- yeah, no. Jackhammer. Jackhammer. Yeah. yeah, rented I, a jackhammer. I never have, and I didn't know you could until I was like, I don't know, 20 years old, and I had a, a guy who had a Jeep, and it had a real specific problem, and he needed a special tool uh, to fix it. He was a, he was a gearhead. He knew what yeah. he was doing. And he was like, yeah, I had to go rent this tool. I'm like, you can rent yeah. tools? It, it, totally alien concept. No yeah, what yeah. I do is I hire a guy who owns the that tool. tool. Yeah, that works, yeah, too. <laughs> no, but I mean, usually you're renting a tool that is uh, really expensive. That sure. you're probably not going to use all that much. I don't know, like a jackhammer. Or yeah. a Sibian. Yeah, yeah, or a Sibian, which is... <laughs> <laughs> jackhammer is very much Sibian-like. The wife, very similar. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I'd like to rent a flashlight, please. Oh, come on. Yeah. Lockett and partner Bradley Pratt filed, covered under the insurance? filed the lawsuit seeking class action certification after a client purchased tool rental protection for a plumbing drain camera. I was using my flashlight and I broke open a water pipe. Nick, they're not listening. Oops. I'm sorry. Just keep going. You do the show for me. Welcome home. It's okay. yeah, I'm, I'm picking up the important parts here. Are you? Yeah, 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 absolutely. Yeah, yeah. This is an underserved part of the public. Yeah, yeah. Listen, though, this is this is no, nonsense. It, I mean, it, you're, you're renting it. You're, you're pay- so um, if you rent a tool, there's rental protection that you can buy. It's 15 percent of what the rental cost is, and then the, things are breaking, and they're not covering it. Well, the, yeah, that does. But in this particular case, so she she hired them to do the service. And the, and the insurance company that they use is not covering it, even though it's clearly them no, that so, caused the issue. So, so that's a different. Um, These are two different. Two okay. different things. So, yeah. so they did end up paying for her um, damage after six ABC contacted yeah. them. It's funny how but when a reporter a... gets on board, they'll say, yeah. Yeah. "Oh yeah, we'll oh yeah, that. yeah." Oh, wow. so was it the reporter that had the flashlight? No. <laughs> oh. <laughs> the second issue is there's a, a class action lawsuit uh, against these um, or about these rentals and people not covering it after okay. they're paying for the damage, the rental damage. Well, you, you think yeah. you're protected, yeah. But my, right, my, so, my question is this. Is yeah. it really Home Depot or is it the, the company that Home Depot uses? It appears to be that company. Yeah. Because, well, like, no, it's Home I, Depot that's listed in the lawsuit. I know, because they're the parent company or whatever, but... Uh, 
All right, and yeah. I have a further question. Is it is it the, the tool is breaking and it's not covered? So, okay, so in this okay. one incident where, where the guy, uh, he got the, uh, what was it? The a flashlight. A, a cam- no, the yeah. camera, <laughs> the yes. plumbing camera. He said when the camera got stuck and damaged, the suit claims Home Depot wouldn't pay, pay for it, saying he abused the equipment and that oh. wasn't covered under contract. Uh, but what was discovered through the internal Home Depot document is that the protection is actually limited to only wear and tear, and that's despite the damage protection contract stating repair and replacement uh, charges are covered under normal use. So I once rented a DeWalt hammer flashlight. Far too powerful. Yeah. Far far too powerful. powerful. Sure, sure. It's trial and error. The lawsuit says Home Depot charged the customer more than $3,000 for the damaged plumbing camera and late fees. Lockin and Pratt continue to add clients to the class action lawsuit, including one from the Philadelphia area. Steve, was that flashlight gas powder? It was. And I should have known. Yeah, I think this is, and I, I right at the beginning, I could feel, oh wow, this is tugging a lot. Yeah, this Which is, is like a special two two stroke, <laughs> two stroke. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's two stroke engine, full uh-huh. start. Um, yeah, absolutely, full, full start, two stroke. Yep. Mm-hmm. All right. Yeah, yeah. got it. Well, there's two strokes before you start it, yes. and you, yeah, yeah, and then many it strokes up. after. Yep. Mm-hmm. I By the way, I have had. Sometimes you can kickstart those things. Yes, absolutely. You know, what I mean, like yeah. you get going with it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Uh, I, I, what I meant was pop start. You know, oh, you right, get it right, yeah, and then it, right. And you, then, can and you then push you pop me? the clutch? Yeah. <laughs> so anyway, uh, no, I was going to say we we've used Home Depot. Uh, I, I didn't rent through that. I rented a jackhammer through like a mom and pop uh, hardware store down the shore. But mom and pop's jackhammer. Yeah, but we have used Home Depot's uh, uh, installers and stuff like that. Like, believe it or not, like because we're we're um, getting carpet soon. Yeah, and like the prices there. Are really competitive and really good, and you get like these protections. No, it makes uh, it makes sense. Yeah, yeah, it's you, a you, big you, chain. yeah, right. Yeah. It, it's a big chain. You're keeping it all in the same environment. It yeah. makes sense. This, this though, if you if you're purchasing this and you believe you're protected and you're not at all, yeah, that's a the, problem. It's a shame. And one of the issues cases when you have to go through those third party problems, um, there's nobody that's held accountable. Right, you can't go to the manufacturer. You can't go to the third party. I, I ended up buying a fridge from them a few years ago. So I think we talked about this on the show within a year. And uh, it was uh, th- no, this was back when I was living in the apartment. But oh. it doesn't matter. I, I bought it at Home Depot, but a third party delivered it, and a third party sold it, and there was a problem. And finding somebody to help with the problem was nearly impossible. Is everybody so, pointing in the other direction? Exactly, yeah. Nobody wanted to be held accountable for it. So I, I think w- if it works well, it works great. If right. it doesn't work well, you're you're kind of up, uh, up a creek. Nick, in general, with anything like that, the more additional parties you add oh my on. God, yeah. So oh, yeah. If you can get it as linear as possible, mm-hmm. any sort of construction and keep it all under the same roof, For sure. you're going to save a ton of and headache. That's why I like going to my local yeah. hardware store, which is, you know, family owned. And, and listen, I'll pay a little bit more there, but I know that I'm going to get great service. Yeah. Yeah. You know what's funny? When you do, and you're spending a lot of money on, you know, whatever sort of work you're having done and something gets dinged, I actually feel bad pointing that out to the, I'm like, Hey, by the way, listen, I know you're doing a great job. The door's oh, on the yeah. ceiling. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm, I'm the same way. Yeah, if, yeah. if somebody's doing work in your house, but I know other people are like, hey, fix that yeah. right now. I, I paid you for this, You did this, and this is not the way I wanted it to be. Rochelle's kind of that way, too. She's like, no, we paid for this. This is we, you, you need to you need I to wish I had out. balls like that. I know. I feel like a jerky, too. <laughs> My neighbor had a situation getting his basement finished, and they set up. He had, a, like, a small kitchen area put in. They set it up so that you... You couldn't open up one drawer without blocking the other uh, drawers. I'm like, oh man, who would? 
Here's what I said. You get him on the phone and say, would you install it that way in your own home? Yeah. And get get the answer right. and then have them fix it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so, yeah, so there's this class action lawsuit uh, by this, uh, this firm and uh, some people from Philadelphia are involved in it. Mm. Police are investigating a new video that captures the shooting of a Philadelphia parking authority officer. The brazen attack happened at 4 p.m. last Friday mm. on the 4500 block of Frankfurt Avenue. The video shows the suspect walking up to the 37-year-old male PPA officer from behind and shooting him in the ear and shoulder. The officer who was on duty at the time collapsed on the sidewalk. The injured officer is in stable condition and the PPA uh, and others are praying for it, that he makes a full recovery. It's still unclear what sparked the shooting. Uh, the PPA officer assigned to the Frankfurt neighborhood was known in the community. Uh, anyone with information is asked to contact police by calling 215-686-TIPS. At least 15 tornadoes touched down across Mississippi and Louisiana Tuesday night in what can be considered a tornado outbreak as severe weather impacts the Gulf Coast and the Tennessee River Valley. The tornadoes produced quarter-sized to ping-pong-sized hail. There are reports of structural damage across several locations in Mississippi. Today, the storm system is forecast to move east. Strong thunderstorms are possible for the Florida Panhandle to the Carolinas. In addition, heavy rain and gusty winds are expected from Washington, D.C. to Boston. There's a website that I I get a lot of great material from called uh, FARC.com and so they were covering this. A few people were posting and and if you saw the the radar map of of this, right? Uh, they were calling it the Great Avocado of Death because oh, wow, the way really? it looked, it oh, looked uh. like this, the shape of it. Yeah, it looked oh, like wow. an avocado. Oh, yeah. It looks like it has a big pit in the middle. Yeah, and that, uh, and that it was a really concentrated, heavy-duty storm that was just focused in this place. Wow. Wasn't there a pretty recently? large area, but yeah. where somebody was killed by hail. There was, oh, really? Yeah, yeah. Oh, I, I think it. so, like, yeah. Super large. I think it was in Texas. Well, it can get bad. Yeah. So we're going to see the heavy rain and the gusty winds from this storm uh, today. Mm. All right, let's do sports this morning. Uh-huh. At the World Cup, the U.S. beat Iran, winning 1-0 in the final game of the opening round. The Americans advance to the knockout stage and will face the Netherlands this weekend. Christian Pulisic uh, headed uh, in Sergio Dent's cross in the 38th minute to score the game's only goal and suffered an abdominal injury after crashing yeah. into the Iranian goalkeeper. The injury led Pulisic to the to be replaced at halftime by Medford's Brendan Aronson. Iran, which would have advanced with a tie, finished third ahead of Wales, who lost to England yesterday. The U.S. will now uh, take on the Dutch, who won Group A, and that match will be on Saturday morning at 10 a.m. The Americans will look to reach the quarterfinals for the first time since 2002. The Flyers finally won, beating the New York Islanders 3-1 last night in South Philly. And and ending their losing streak at 10 games. Kevin Hayes... Kevin Hayes scored two goals, and Carter Hart made 23 saves. They're at home again tomorrow night with a game against the Tampa Bay Lightning. The puck will drop at 7 o'clock. The Sixers, who have won three games in a row, are on the road tonight with a game in Cleveland against the Cavaliers. Tip-off is at 7 o'clock. And the Eagles' uh, safety, C.J. Gardner-Johnson, is out indefinitely after suffering a lacerated kidney in Sunday night's win over the Packers. It's a non-surgical injury, and Gardner-Johnson will undergo more testing, but the injury is not expected to be season-ending. And that's what I have for you this morning. 
morning. Thank you very much, Kathy. Nice to have you back. Are you feeling better? Yes, getting there. Right, excellent. Yes, you had a sinus you. infection, right? Um, yeah, it was like, I think it was, uh, it was a pretty bad sinus infection that turned into like a cold and some chest stuff. So Ugh. yeah, it was, uh, um, you get wound with that. Oh, wait, I, you know what? I get stuff. hit yeah. so hard, like with the, um, with the sinus infection, like there's no indication that it's coming on. And then all of a sudden it's there and it's like terrible. I find that anyone who's prone to that or, you know, you, um, it's it's like it's the thing that constantly keeps it's like an old friend that keeps visiting. Yeah, yeah. It'd be well, nice she, if they warned if it warned you that it was coming. Yeah, you know. Right. But like um, you know, like no sniffles, no. Yeah. Like, I mean, I guess I was coughing a little bit now that I. But that's not usually uh, a no. symptom of of a uh, sinus infection. But yeah, it just it hit pretty. It's hard. usually like a like a, a very black diarrhea. Well, stop <laughs> it. Sorry. <laughs> well, well she's back, and please excuse the mess. All right, we have uh, a few things going on this morning. Uh, it's a, it's a Wednesday. Uh, that means Fox Good Day. We'll check in with those guys. It also means a secret text board, so we have a chance for you. Uh, twin and four pack of tickets to experience the magic of the season at the Tinseltown Holiday Spectacular. Uh, you can text the word secret to 39333 to get started on that. Uh, we'll send a word back to you and ask you to call in later with it. We'll also grab a random texter and give away a prize. And uh, speaking of Tinseltown, uh, Kathy's holiday activity should be coming. Oh, oh. We're going to do a Friday. 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 Yes. Excellent. All right. I know. Being sick and, like, put a dent in some of the stuff, so I'm, like, running around the next couple of days to make sure I, I visit, visit some right. of these. Places. Yeah. Kathy vets everything, which makes it, uh, you can trust yeah. the list. Yeah. Um, so we also have a couple of guests on the program. We are going to have from Acme Markets, the VP of Operations, Dana Ward, is checking in uh, with some totals, final totals of Camp Out, because the money collections at the register kept going till Thanksgiving. I know. It's amazing. There's even more to be added to them. We'll find out what that's all about. And we also have uh, a meet and eat today, uh, Friarside Bar and Grill, and they are an ambler, is part of the Thursday night kickoff. Tomorrow night, Casey's going to be there from 7 to 9. So we will do some giveaways. Make sure that you are uh, with us uh, for your chance to win those. And also today, as a guest, a little bit after 9 o'clock, Brian Johnson of ACDC wow. Wow. is going to be joining us today, which is really, really cool. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so we have a lot to get to. Let's take a break. I have a whole stack of entertainment stuff. There's a finalized divorce we have to tell you about, amongst other things. Stay with us. We'll be back in a moment. If you like what you hear, you can see it, too. Check out Preston and Steve's Daily Rush on PrestonandSteve.com. Podcasts? Oh, yeah. MMR's got them. There's the Fun Size and Bizarre File editions, along with Preston and Steve full show podcasts, plus the MM Archives podcast and more. Click podcasts on WMMR.com. Now, back with more of the Preston and Steve show podcast. All right, stupid question time. We're going to give away a pair of tickets to see the winery dogs are going to be playing, uh, let's see, February 17th, Keswick Theater. That's Mike Portnoy, Billy Sheehan, and Richie Cotson. Uh, the question this morning is, what game does the Queen of Hearts order Alice to play? Mm-hmm. 215-263-WMMR. Call if you know the answer. What game does the Queen of Hearts order Alice to play? 215-263-WMMR. We'll kill some time by mentioning some birthdays. People celebrating another year on Earth on the 30th day of November. We'll begin with the great Bo Jackson. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's making his way into my um, my Instagram feed a lot these days. I don't know why. Yeah, but, I know uh, why. He, because you, he's so impressive. Yeah. And you start watching one of them, and then it just feeds into the algorithm. And so there are so many great plays. Same, Casey. I, right. I get a lot of them. And they just... 
He'll he'll throw from a dead standstill from deep right field and then pick off somebody on third. It's, it's yeah, amazing. That's pretty amazing. Yeah. yeah, I like his TikTok dance videos. They're great. They're good. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Bo knows that was the old uh, yes. uh, uh, the ad campaign. Uh, he is 60 years old today, by the way. Uh, it's also Billy Idol's birthday oh. today. Billy Idol turns 67 years old. Always love his um, appearance in The Wedding Singer. Yes. Oh, yeah. Yeah. He's great in yeah, that. He's great. Billy yep. Idol gets it. <laughs> yeah. He is somebody who, for whatever reason, every time his name is mentioned, I have to go, is he alive? Uh, <laughs> well, he's got new music, so. Yeah. Yeah. It's and actually pretty good. Not bad. Yeah. The interesting thing about Billy is he kind of did that, you know. Yeah. Right. Right. Type right. of thing. But when you listen to songs like Eyes Without the Face, yes. the guy has a great voice. He's a he's not just a, a, a screamer or anything like that. He can sing. Uh, and he celebrates his 67th birthday today. Are you looking for Eyes Without a Face? Oh, no, oh, no, no. 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 Okay. Eyes Without a Face. I heard you typing. Um, Alicia Cuthbert. Uh, and a big birthday for her today. She's 40 years old. Remember when she was like the hot young thing? She was the hot young thing. And on, yeah. on 24, she was Jack Bauer's daughter and she yeah. was the, the girl next door, right? Yeah. Like the porn star that lived next door. And uh, old school. Yeah. And that as well. Yep. So 40 years old today. Uh, it's also Ben Stiller's birthday today. Uh, ben turned 57 years old. Saw him courtside a couple days ago. I guess it was at the uh, Knicks game or, yeah. or whatever. Yeah. He was with his wife, um, uh, Christina um, you Taylor. Know, yeah. And uh, sitting next to Pete Davidson yeah. and uh, the model. Oh, now. yeah. I've got it. Radikowski. Yeah. 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 Emily Radikowski. Anybody else watch that uh, Severn show on Apple TV Plus? I started I it and I tapped out. Yeah. It's, um, okay. I can see why. I mean, yeah. It's interesting. But I, I liked it. Uh, actually, I don't know if I liked it. I watched all <laughs> of it. I've heard people yeah. say the I found same it, thing. I found it really compelling. It was yeah. difficult to watch. He was, the, I think, the executive producer and creator on it. Um, and it's a really good show, Steve. But yes, I don't know if I actually liked it or not. And there's a season two coming. Yeah. yeah. And, uh-huh. But I really did think it's a great show. <laughs> we play this clip on his birthday sometimes from his uh, the Ben Stiller show, yeah. his mm-hmm. comedy show. And this was uh, a short little bit. <laughs> oh, well, this. Oh, do you want to set up or not? usually sets up with, hey, kids, let's count with Bruce Springsteen. We got that. <laughs> hey, kids, it's time for counting with Bruce Springsteen. Get up to. <laughs> <laughs> He's 57 today. Uh, Roger Glover, bassist for the band Deep Purple. And also uh, Rainbow as well. It's a Deep Purple spinoff group. I always dug Rainbow. Yeah, me too. Yeah. Uh, and, I, and I was a big fan of Deep Purple for a while. Dove pretty deep. Into Deep Purple. Into Deep Purple, <laughs> yes. Uh, so Roger Glover turns uh, 77 years old today and... There's no bass in the intro of this song, no, so I know. that's okay. <laughs> that's our tradition, though. It's yeah. When it's a musician's birthday, we always yeah. pick songs that don't have them playing well, in the beginning purple, of the song. I mean, well, that's what you think you, of for sure. Yeah, without, I mean, without I can give question. you space truck, and I don't know if there's any uh, bass in that song. There's a blistering bass solo. Yeah, uh, it's been a while since I've heard it. But go for it. There you go. Yeah. Good song. Roger Glover, happy birthday. We're looking at a picture of him. He looks like the old woman who sits on a lawn chair, you know, all day in <laughs> your neighbor's yard. What uh, about Hush? Is that one? 
That one um, has, uh, it's a great hush, song. Yeah. Hush, hush, my baby, damn it, I got the hush, hush. I mean, uh, uh, hush, hey, hey, hey. hey. <laughs> I got another birthday to get uh, Yeah, come on, man. Okay. Colin Mockery of Whose Line Is It Anyway? Mock? Yeah. yeah. It is. Three. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Somebody yeah. told me I look like Colin Mockery. I no. don't think so. No. Nah. You're just, yeah, you're bald, Steve. Yeah. And that's what you guys have in common. I think I look more like Judy Jetson. I think yeah. so, too. Yeah. Uh, daughter Judy. That's, in fact, your nickname behind your back. Uh, but Colin Mockery, I love him. He's great. Uh, we've had him here before, I believe. Uh, he turns uh, 65. Super today. funny. Uh, Mandy Patinkin, the yes. actor. Uh, who's been in a gazillion different things and some iconic roles, including The Princess Bride. My name is Diego Montoya. Yep. You killed my father. Prepare to die. And most Stop recently, Jeopardy. Uh, he was, uh, he was, was he? a celebrity uh, oh. clue revealer. Yes. Oh, okay. Hmm. Uh, Criminal Mind, Chicago Hope, uh, Stephen Movie and I, You Love the Doctor. Oh, great. Great movie. Uh, and also another movie that you and I like, Alien Nation. Uh, uh, it's fantastic. Oh, yeah. With James Caan. Yeah. If that? you've never seen that, he is the alien partner. It's right. good. Yeah, yeah. it's I really it. good. And yeah. the series they did based on the movie was really good. I thought so, too. Yeah. I did watch some of it. But it was a, it was a detective movie. That's what it was. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And also Homeland. I, I, Homeland, I'm yes. You, the, from the beginning, the, there's, a, no. there's one season where you're like, ah. But I thought the way it starts, the way it wraps up, I, I love that show. Yeah. I really did. Well, him and, and Claire Danes are just, they're amazing actors. He's 70 today. Uh, Kayla Cuoco has her birthday love today. Her. Uh, she's 37. She's a flight attendant. Flight attendant yes. on HBO Max. Uh, she was nominated for a couple of awards for that. She's returning yeah. that. And she also does a really great turn as Harley Quinn in the animated series, oh. which, by the way, Preston, is for adults. Okay. It's not for kids. Oh. She is uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, 37 today. And then the last birthday I saw, Steve, the great Ridley Scott. Ah, one of my favorite t- directors of all time. He's 85. Yeah. Oh, started as a commercial with his brother, Tony Scott, as commercial directors, and then started to get success in the movies. But the list of either producing or directing is voluminous. Blade Runner, Gladiator, Thelma and Louise, Alien, The Martian. It goes on yep, and on, on and on. Yep. So happy 85th to Ridley Scott. All right, we'll see if we can get an answer to the stupid question. What game does the Queen of Hearts order Alice to play? 215-263-WMMR, the number. And we are going to Joyce to see if we can get an answer. Good morning, It, Joyce. Good morning, It. All right, I need to know what game does the Queen of Hearts order Alice to play, please? Croquet. Croquet. Yeah. Is correct. Hang on, Joyce. Got yourself a four-pack of uh, Six Flags tickets. Pretty sweet. You can ring in the holiday at Six Flags Holiday in the Park uh, with more than a million glittering lights. Is this what I said the prize was earlier? I think you might have. Um, yeah. Oh, no, I said, the, I said the winery dogs. That's the lesson learned. Oh. All right, so anyway, we're going to give her the Six Flags tickets. Sorry about that. Throw in a Humvee. Uh, no. Des- oh. Dazzling holiday entertainment and thrilling rides. We'll throw in a Sibian, Steve. <laughs> yeah, Enjoy. Uh, Plus, don't miss the new holiday market. The sidecar. With Tasty Eats More, open select dates through January 1st. I have a lot to get to. We're going to start with this. So, Kim and Kanye finalized their divorce. Oh, okay. It ended uh Seems yesterday. like this is the 11th time it's been finalized. Yeah, so it's been two years. Yeah. Roughly two years. Uh, the pair will have joint custody and equal access to their four children, North, St. Chicago, and Psalm. 
However, a source close to Kim told TMZ that she would take care of the kids 80% of the time. I imagine that's the case. As, Her nanny will take care of the kids 80% of the time. Uh, West admitted was already the case in September. Uh, Kanye will also uh, have to pay Kim uh, 200 grand a month in child support. That's not a whole he lot. He has to pay her? I guess so. I, well, because he is the father, you know, so I guess, and, and she's really, things are tight over there. <laughs> well, I guess, I mean, he makes a lot of money, too. I he mean, also lost a lot recently with the, you know, his controversial statements online. Oh, and did he lose a lot? Well, they like, Adidas, well, Adidas backed out. Yeah, right. yeah so some of those deals. Yeah, yeah, so maybe he's doing telemarketing. Well, I guess child support is different than, I'm thinking maybe of, like, alimony or, right. or money yeah. that, that the, the spouse they, would they get. Think child we, support yeah. is if I, the child, the kids are probably living with her most of the well, time. Well, the word there is support, right? As if, yeah. like, she needs the support. But it's not what she, if she needs it, it. He's the father, you know? So, and he like, should, he and should, he should contribute. Yeah. yeah. So the singer will also provide 50% of the children's education and security expenses. Uh, the former couple agreed to attend mediation if they disagree on any decision regarding their... That probably won't happen. Oh, yeah, right? Four he gets to keep the tarantula, right? In the future. Uh, yeah. If either Kardashian or West miss a mediation, the participating party will get to decide how to resolve that particular issue. I think she can pretty much count on that happening. Yeah. Uh, Trevor Noah interviewed Will Smith. On the Daily Show Monday night, and asked him about the night he slapped Chris Rock at the 94th Annual Academy Awards. This is Mark Smith's first late night interview since the incident took place in March. And he responded, and he got a little emotional, saying, That was a horrific night, as you can imagine. He said, You know, there's many nuances and, as you can imagine. and complexities to it. Uh, but at the end of the day, I just. I lost it, you know. That's what he said. He continued to say, you just never know what somebody's going through. Um, He said that he was going through something that night, but he said not that that justifies my behavior at all. He later added that he was, quote, gone after he attacked Rock on stage. He said that was a rage that had been bottled for a really long time, uh, referring uh, to his childhood trauma, which he admitted was misplaced on Rock that night. So... I don't know, man. Come on, I, you you're on the global stage. You're this is the Academy Awards, and you get up and do that. <clears throat> and Chris Rock has not accepted any yeah. apology at all. Yeah. No, yeah. it wasn't. It was not like a true heartfelt apology. I agree. No, it, I agree. It, it, it was it, a bank shot apology. And even as in this interview, he should he should be saying, "I am sorry. Yeah. I am sorry. I am so sorry." Yeah. yeah. You know, these things were going on in my life, and that's not really an excuse, but. I, I want to apologize again. He's still making it about him. Yeah. Well, there's enough yeah. evasiveness to make you go, hey, come on. Yeah. And maybe he was, maybe he and he, he and Jada are having some kind of weird thing going on, and he's like, oh, my God. You know, and he just wigged out and, and had it. But still, you need to apologize, apologize, apologize. Yeah. You yeah. Know? So, uh, anyhow, this is the first time he's really spoken back, right. back and forth with someone about this. To that level, yeah. Yeah, yeah so... Uh, Haley Bieber is dealing with another health setback. The road skincare founder revealed on Instagram Monday that she has a large ovarian cyst. Man, she gets she gets a lot yeah. of stuff. She said, "I have a cyst on my ovary the size of an apple." Mm. Uh, she shared a photo of herself with her shirt pulled up that revealed her stomach. She said, "I don't have endometriosis or PCOS, which is a polycystic ovarian ovary syndrome." Uh, but I have gotten an ovarian cyst a few times, and it's never fun. Uh, Haley, who has been celebrating her recent birthday in Japan with her husband, Justin, 
uh, wrote alongside her stomach that uh, it was not a baby, once again denying persistent pregnancy rumors that have followed her since she and Justin tied the knot in 2018. While she didn't provide any further information about her cyst, she did say that it makes her achy and feel nauseous and bloated and crampy and emotional. She said, anyways, I'm sure a lot of you can overly relate and understand, but we got this. Uh, <laughs> are you really trying to do that? Try it again. Uh, you know, I got to give it a, a little bit more here, and now I can do it. <laughs> nah. It's uh, Darth Vader, gynecologist. <laughs> we found a cyst. We we believe it's a cyst. <laughs> you may remove when ready. I'm sorry, one more time. You may remove when ready. Cyst. <laughs> that was a reach. Uh, it's okay. Can I uh, <laughs> can I interrupt for one second? I hate doing this to you, Preston, because I know you're in the middle. This is the most incredible sunrise I think I've ever seen. Yeah. No kidding. This is yeah. unbelievable. Can I, I come over there? Yeah. 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 Amazing. You I, I just, have to. It's really remarkable. It's pretty. And it's like um, uh, blacked out by half the sky, which are clouds. And then beneath that uh, are just these unbelievable colors. And I just, I've, I don't think I've... Right? Thanks, stars. I think it's really impressive. It is, it is really pretty. Wanna... That's one of the better ones that we've had Why don't we read some Robert Frost poetry? You guys want to go outside? Yeah. Sure. I wanted them. Can I, we have um... school outside? One of, one, of the, one, of, one of the perks, and there aren't many, of getting up way before the sun comes up... <laughs> Uh, is the fact that we've had the opportunity. I calculated it like years ago. Yeah. Like we've seen countless. Like 15,000 yeah. sunrises. Oh, I haven't. Nick has. I sit over here opposite of the. Yeah. My back is to where the sunrise. You know what sucks for you, Casey, is that sometimes you get the reflection off the GSB building or whatever that building's called. Right now, eyes. Right yeah. eyes. I yeah. see it. Uh, you know what? When I was a kid, it used to be the big thing. My neighbor next door. All right, let's get up really early and watch the sunrise. Yeah. Like, let's see. It's going to be cool. Now I do it routinely. Yeah. All right. Uh, so back to Haley Bieber. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And, her, uh, and her cyst. Oh, and back to. Back to Darth, Darth Vader, gynecologist. Get me a lightsaber. Uh, <laughs> wait, does it. You have to do it, a, a procedure? This is a precision shot. Oh, my God. Could you imagine? China has become the master. Uh, Kathy, can you imagine that? You have, uh, you're in the stirrups and all of a sudden you hear. (laughs) Comforting. It says here you're on the radio. Oh, Oh, you're trying to make small talk. (laughs) 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 All right, hike it up, sister. Uh, All right. You know, you should be good. All right. Uh, earlier and this year, is your lollipop. Uh, Haley has been open about her health issues in the past. Earlier this year, she was hospitalized uh, after suffering a mini stroke called a transient uh, ischemic attack or a TIA. So, yeah, she's yeah. had. I feel bad for her. And, and Justin's had problems, too. He has uh, this um, what is, what issue is called Ramsey-Hunt syndrome. Right. Oh, and he's got a horrible mustache as well. I haven't seen that. Oh, yeah. Right now? Is yeah. that, maybe that's a, a symptom? Of uh, Ramsey Hunt syndrome, I know I don't. Ramsey know. Hunt is kind of like—is it like a vertigo sort of thing? Um, I don't remember, Steve. All right. it, mm, uh, that's a good question. That might be one of the one of the uh, sensations. These are very exotic things they get. They're having some problems, yeah, uh, uh, physically. So uh, hopefully they'll be on the men. All right, I did have some other stories. Uh, Samuel L. Jackson. Uh, appeared on The View on Tuesday and responded to Quentin Tarantino's recent remarks about the effects of the Marvel Cinematic Universe on Hollywood. Oh. Uh, the Kill Bill creator uh, had said that uh, movie stars have disappeared due to the Marvelization of Hollywood. And a few great directors have, have echoed Scorsese. that sentiment. Yeah. yeah. 
Uh, but Jackson seemed to scoff at it a little bit, which you can understand because it's a big part of his career. It's made him fabulously wealthy. Yeah, he said it takes an actor to be those particular characters, and the sign of movie stardom has always been what? Asses in the seats? Yeah. He said, what are we talking about? Uh, he said, it's not a big controversy for me to know that apparently these actors are movie stars. Chadwick Boseman is Black Panther. You can't refute that. And he's a movie star. Uh, this comes after uh, Shang-Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings actor uh, Simu Lee uh, tweeted last week, if only the gatekeepers to movie stardom came from Tarantino and Scorsese, I never would have had the opportunity to lead a $400 million plus movie, $400 million plus movie. So, yeah. you know, it's, hey, they're great movies. They're fun. And, and, also, and there's room for them. By the way, there was talk for a while that Tarantino really wanted to direct a Star Trek movie. Oh, no kidding? Yeah. Okay. So he's, he's got his pop culture stuff. Uh, Ben Affleck had a special message engraved on Jennifer Lopez's engagement ring. And the Mary Me star recently revealed what it was. Have you ever been to Darth Vader gynecologist? (laughs) You Uh, will. uh, The silver band on her green diamond ring reads, not going anywhere. Uh, She explained the meaning behind this on Monday, uh, saying that is how he would sign his emails when we started talking again. Uh, like, don't worry, I'm not going anywhere. M-B-H-H. My butthole hurts. <laughs> Why did you get that? Because <laughs> it hurts. Well, because it hurts. It will. <laughs> it if will. your butthole doesn't hurt now, it will. Uh, she does have... Uh, I can see why, Kathy, you're drawn to her personal style. Yeah. She's, I think she, um, oh, yeah. She's, uh, she's got she's a good very, sense of that. Very put together. Well appointed, as they say. She yeah. recently scrubbed her, um, most of her Instagram account, which I never oh, really? quite understand why people do that. But yeah. uh, now there are only four posts. Oh, and she was pretty, yeah. like, she would always post pictures ah. and videos. Yeah, so it's really limited at this point. I don't know why. Uh, by the way, apparently Affleck also had the first engagement ring he gave her 20 years ago, also uh-huh. engraved as well. It said, my, she said, my first diamond ring he gave me, the pink diamond ring, it said, sing on it. It's so. funny though because she looks great. I don't know how old, how old she is, but fifties, right? Yes, yeah, uh, I think like is she early fifties or yes. yeah. okay? Yeah. I believe so. Yeah, yeah, because like her face and everything doesn't, but we're looking at her fingers, and her fingers look every bit of fifty, maybe even sixty. Yeah. The hands, it's hard to hide the hands. Yeah, hands Wait, this lie. picture right here. Yeah, I, I think her hands look good. Yeah, I think they don't. I, I I don't think that they look bad. I just think that they don't the look old. as young as the rest of her. Yeah. yeah. Okay. I see where you get. Hide your hands. <laughs> your hands look old. <laughs> All right. Uh, we mentioned this yesterday late in the show, but actor uh, Clarence Gilliard Jr., uh, best known for his uh, for his co-starring role in Walker, Texas Ranger, and his supporting performance in Die Hard, passed away. He was only 66 years old. That sucks. Uh, no further details about his death are available. Uh, Gilliard's death was confirmed through... Uh, a statement by the University of Nevada, Las Vegas. He had been working as a uh, film and theater professor at UNLV College of Fine Arts. Uh, he made a lasting impression in the 1980s after a series of guest star appearances. Uh, his film debut was as the character Sundown in Top Gun. We talked yes, about that yesterday. Yeah, yeah, he was after Goose, right? Yeah, he came after uh, Goose, and and uh, he was, you know, him, him and Maverick had some words. Mm-hmm. Uh, and... Also, he played in uh, Die Hard, was uh, the uh, terrorist computer whiz Theo, 
Yes, that's right. And he I'll had... meet you at the Nakatomi Plaza. Want to stop off and pick up some Twinkies? He had a bit of a, a gleeful menace in that uh, in that film. Yeah, yeah. He actually hated him because he was so full of himself. Yeah, totally. And he appeared on eighty five episodes of Matlock before uh, departing that series for an even bigger role. He played Jim, uh, Jimmy Trivette, uh, who was the right hand man of Chuck Norris. Uh, on Walker, Texas Ranger, and he was in all 196 episodes huh. of that Walker series. Walker told me I had eight. So he was in that episode. Uh, he, yeah, yeah, he definitely he would have been, been right next to Haley Joel Osment so, when he said, Walker told me I had eight. Yep. So uh, he continued to act uh, after that finale in 2001. Wait, did the state trooper told you you had eight? And uh, very about a doctor? Film <laughs> and uh, TV shows. He was, a, he was a ranger. He wasn't a state trooper. So he could do uh, yeah, his medical advice. <laughs> uh, the parties involved in a lawsuit brought on uh, by an undisclosed woman accusing former Saturday Night Live star Horatio Sands of sexual assault two decades ago have agreed to dismiss the case. Huh. Uh, the filing said all claims asserted by plaintiff Jane Doe are hereby dismissed with prejudice without costs and attorney's fees to any party or against any other party. I would never name a child Jane Doe because it seems like so many bad things happen to yeah, people named right? Jane Doe. Yeah. Uh, dismissal with prejudice means case cannot be refiled. Both Sands and NBC Universal, the parent company of SNL, had been named as defendants in the lawsuit. In her lawsuit, the woman said that Sands began grooming her when she was around 14 and sexually assaulted her when she was 17. At the time of the initial suit, the woman alleged that Sands... Uh, sexually abused her by kissing her, groping her breasts, groping her buttocks, and digitally penetrating without uh, her consent mm-hmm. in May 2002 at and at uh, after SNL parties. Uh, Sands had previously called the allegations uh, uh, categorically false. Uh, he was a cast member from 1998 to 2006 and was the show's first Latino cast member, by the way, but that has been dropped. Uh, Adam Sandler lit up the 32nd annual Gotham Awards on Monday evening with his acceptance speech for the Performer Tribute Award at the New York <laughs> ceremony. He should just do an acceptance speech. That's that. Uh, he said, uh, I told my daughters, Sadie and Sonny, who are 16 and 14, that I didn't write a speech and they said phrases like rude and you're mean. Uh, but daddy's effing tired. Daddy works hard, so calm down. <laughs> and they were like, can we write your speech, daddy? Uh, so you got something to say? And I said, absolutely. And he goes on to read this speech they supposedly right. wrote. Right, yeah. Uh, um, but he said, uh, thank you for giving our daddy, Mr. Adam Sandler, this prestigious lifetime, all-time, primetime GOAT Achievement Tribute Award. While Daddy is with you tonight, we're doing everything we're not allowed to do when Daddy isn't home, like eat yodels and try on his spanks, or dare we say, laugh out loud at Ben Stiller movies. (laughs) The last time Daddy caught us chuckling away at the Meet the Parents trilogy, he immediately stormed into the room he calls the screaming room, which we just call the shower, and bellowed out the phrase, only the Sandman makes people laugh. F every other comedian. <laughs> That's uh, really funny. Then he took a victory lap around his entertainment career, name-dropping beloved films like Billy Madison, Big Daddy, Punch Drunk Love, and Uncut Gems. Uh, and he said, uh, Daddy's silly film career began in 1988, formed by two guiding principles. People in prison need movies, too, and TBS needs content. <laughs> <laughs> he, uh... <laughs> You know this meant a lot to him, this oh. award, because he actually is wearing a suit, which you never yeah. see. Yeah. He shows up at everything. Uh, it's good for him, man. He's, yeah. His reputation is as such a nice guy. And yeah, I think I've mentioned this before, 
when I first started in stand-up, I actually shared a stage. Yeah. I was the MC for a show that featured uh, Adam Sandler, a couple of them, at Pip's Comedy Club in Sheepshead Bay, Brooklyn. Uh, the Hustle star was... And we had exactly the same career. Yeah. One of two <laughs> actors honored with a performer uh, tribute at the event, and uh, Michelle Williams had accepted her award, presented by her Fablemans co-star Paul Dano earlier in the evening. We were both award winners. Yes, yeah. yes. Yeah, so you yeah. definitely get that. Absolutely. So Deadline is reporting that Netflix is reporting that uh, new <laughs> Adams Family spinoff Wednesday just had the biggest week of any English language series in Netflix history. I just finished episode five last night. Are you what do you think? It? I am enjoying it. Yeah. Uh, I thought, uh, well, you guys were, were pumping it up so much. I'm like, all right, I'll give it a shot here. I'm really enjoying it. It's fun. Yeah. It's a lot of fun. It is. It takes, yeah. In fact, I, I don't want to say too much. I finished it. Um, but she is amazing, Ortega. Uh, agree. She is. You have to carry the weight of a character that is virtually constantly in close-up. Uh-huh. And and, yeah. and has very little emotional right. reaction. But it works. And they, they take this school. Uh, um, Nevermore. Yeah, and make it uh, this very Harry Potter, Hogwarts. Everybody's got something going on. There's yeah. mystery chambers and all that stuff. And it's. It, I really, really enjoy it, and it's got all the the Tim Burton hallmarks that yeah. you love. With, oh, dude! With um, yeah. W- but again, like <clears throat> he has plenty of opportunities to be overly self indulgent and mm-hmm. doesn't do it. Agreed. Right. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, Tim Burton, Jenny Elfman. You know the 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 use of music because it, it's all yeah. like classical sounding music, and then you're like, wait, hey, hang on a second, this is Metallica, right? Right. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right, 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 right. Just playing okay. the cello. Yeah. 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 Or uh, <clears throat> there was another one, uh, and it was just a little hint of a song, mm-hmm. and I, I like I had to keep rewinding it. So I'm like, and now I can't remember what it was. How but old is she, uh, by the way? Um, she is, I, I think she's 17. She came out on, uh, was it uh, Kimmel? She looks stunning. She's gonna. Be, I, she's got. She's got a major career ahead of her because Agreed. she's also incredibly talented. Uh, Casey, uh, put your closed captioning on. Yeah, and, and it will say in parentheses like you know Metallica's uh, yep. you know fuel. Yeah, or whatever. no, I, I listen to everything with uh, yeah. no. And in fact, that's why I knew Metallica. But the other one, uh, it was so subtle. No, okay. it might have actually even been by accident. Yeah, yeah. But I was like, oh, that's that's uh, a, a. I wish I could remember what's wrong with it. But either way, so it is twenty. Yeah, uh, apparently. 20. Uh, oh, she's 20 years old. Okay. I was off. Uh, it was apparently Wednesday was watched uh, for 341 million hours in its debut with more than 50 million households tuning in to see what uh, Jenna Ortega's angry goth child would be up to at uh, Nevermore Academy. You know, what's going to be good, too, is that it's going to revitalize uh, to some level the goth look. Which I always dug. Yeah. And, uh, and you know, like, uh, she brings up stuff, like, apparently for the dance number, which oh, is now all over social media. It's just the best. Uh, it, Susie and the Banshee and other uh, artists that she uh, looked at videos from mm-hmm. and uh, helped inform her decisions in the dance. It's all cool. I, I love that subculture. So, by the way, they, and this is not a spoiler alert. It's not giving anything away, but they leave it open yeah. at the end. It's going to... There's... Definitely oh, yeah. going to be another season. Especially for with these numbers. Yeah. Uh, so the previous English language holder was the first block of episodes for Stranger Things fourth season, which reviewed 335 million hours at their highest. The current record holder overall uh, separated from the English language category is Squid Game, uh, which was watched for 571 million hours uh, in its highest week, by the way. Uh, and then do I have time? Let's see. Yeah, I wanted to, I wanted to get this out there. Um 
Fans of George Lucas's 1988 fantasy adventure Willow have been asking for a sequel for more than 30 years, and this week they finally get it with the upcoming Lucasfilm series Willow debuting today on Disney+. Plus. I liked the original Willow movie. I liked it. I enjoyed it. I mean, the, I mean, the advanced reviews are not good. Oh, sort that's of too upset, bad. But you can't, you, listen, you got to see it yourself and see what the deal is. The movie, <laughs> it came on the heels of massive achievements. So it mm-hmm. is discarded. Is it great? No. But I thought it was a lot of fun. I liked it. Uh, 34 years later, Warwick Davis says that uh, he feels humbled to return as the sorcerer Willow. He said, coming back to play this role, I played over 34 years ago now, is a pretty surreal moment, actually. He said, I know uh, fans have been asking for it for years, wanting to see a sequel, and once again, Willow is called upon to save the day. I thought Val Kilmer was great it's in fantastic. that movie. Fantastic, and his, his wife-to-be, yes. which then they divorced eventually, uh, she's great in it. And, she played Sorsha. Right, yeah. Uh, and, yeah, so they're going to bring back some of the, the characters from that original film. If you remember, like, Kevin Pollack was one of the little guys. Yeah, absolutely. The brownies, they called them. It also used, was, I think, the first movie to use that morphing technology. Ah. Remember that the, the yes. witch becomes the tiger? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Yep, I know what you're talking about. Uh, so there's a new quest and a new cast of characters available, and uh, the first two episodes of Willow are going to be released on Disney Plus today with the new episodes being released Weekly. All right. Um, I think we're going to move on to the clips. Spirited is a musical version of Charles Dickens' story of a miserly uh, misanthrope who is taken on a magical journey. And in this clip, star Octavia Spencer talks about her singing for the movie. Here we go. Well, at first I thought, well, it's a, you know, I sing every day in the shower. And then I realized that's not the same thing. Uh, so I was glad that we had a lot of help getting us ready and prepared to sing because I couldn't hit any of those notes today. There's a lot of sing talking, which um, it, it gets the job done. You know? um, like in uh, Broadway shows? Yes. Okay. Yeah, in fact, it's very... In fact, I, there's word that this actually might be making its way to Broadway at it some point. It should, yeah. and that was my thought when I was watching it. And the, the writers of the songs, it's uh, Pashik and I wish I could remember the other guy's name, but they're the ones who were behind the songs of... Uh, uh, Dear Evan Hansen and The Greatest Showman. So there, there is a Broadway caliber sort of songwriting. You loved movie. it. I did. You, I, you liked, I liked it. liked it. You liked yeah. it. I, I really did love it, though. But um, I'm a song and dance guy. Yeah. Spirit is out on uh, right now on Apple TV+. Plus. Here's the next clip. Carol Delevingne uh, takes a frank, fearless, fascinating... Look. Why are they throwing all this at you? Look at gender. Miserly misanthrope in this? I know. I... Uh, <laughs> Uh, a gender, attraction, and sexual identity in Planet Sex with Cara Delevingne. And here, star Cara Delevingne discusses the essence of the show. It, it represents inclusivity, diversity, feeling good, feeling confident. You know, beauty is confidence. And if you can love yourself and feel good in yourself, that is what the epitome of beauty is. You know, everyone has a different idea of beauty. But this show literally is encompassing all beauty. So, I love it. Oh, yes. I did... You're going to be my regular Saturday night thing, baby. Oh, yes. I did not know that she talked like this when she was talking right. about it. I've never really heard her in interviews and she speaks like this. Yeah. Where can you watch this? Hmm. Um, I'm not going to. It is on BB... It, it is on the BBC B- now. I don't think I'll check it out. sex with Cara Delevingne. She's an she, interesting person. I, I, uh, I she's very like, good in Murder, uh, Only Murders in the Building. Yeah, yeah. I, I didn't care for her um, initially and I've come around on her. I like her a lot. Right. I'll check it out. Yeah, it looks neat. She's got right. very thick eyebrows. Uh, she does. Yeah. Yes, definitely. They work on her. Yeah. All right, and that 
your entertainment report for this morning. We have several things happening today. We have a secret text word chance for you to win tickets to Tinseltown, uh, the spectacular at Expo Center at Oaks. Text word secret 39333. Uh, we're going to have a meet and eat today. Casey's got an appearance tonight, or tomorrow night. He's going to be at the Bud Light Thursday night kickoff uh, from 7 to 9 at Fireside Bar and Grill in Ambler. So we will do gift cards in conjunction with that appearance. Uh, we're going to do Chris. We're going to do it right now. Oh, Christmas my God. Miracle oh, Christmas Passes. You want to go? Yeah, you do want to go. And we'll take callers 10, 11, and 12, or you at least 21 years of age, a big fan of the Preston and Steve show, and have an ugly sweater, and can be able to join us on December 21st. I know it's a lot of qualifications. But if you are, uh, because there's 10, 11, and 12 right now, we'll give you invites. You and a friend can attend. Only you will be qualified uh, to possibly get up on stage at the podium and compete for the big prizes. And that's what we do at this live broadcast. We give away tons of big prizes, and we just have a good time and hang out for the morning before we head into the holiday break. Uh, it'll be at the Excite Center and Parks Casino in Ben Salem. So let's get you on board. 215-263-WMMR is the number. Uh, we also will have later on this morning Brian Johnson of ACDC. Legendary. His new memoir is out, and we are going to talk to him. And uh, we also get the totals uh, of the more donations that came in from Camp Out for Hunger from Acme Markets. A lot going on. We'll be back in a moment. Hang out with us on this Wednesday. WMMR presents Preston and Steve's Christmas Miracle, the Miller Lite Ugly Sweater Edition, Wednesday, December 21st at the Excite Center inside Parks Casino in Ben Salem. At stake, some of the coolest prizes, gadgets, and gifts from our winter wonderland of clients and sponsors. Including Adventure Aquarium, Nebraska Brazilian Steakhouse, and Stephen Ear Jewelers. Want to be a part of the studio audience? Check WMMR.com for details. And don't forget to dress to, um, impress. Our judges will pick their favorite ugly sweater to score great prizes from Miller Lite. Preston and Steve's Christmas Miracle. Oh, it's a Christmas Miracle! 93.3 WMMR. Everything that rocks your holidays. So yesterday we had uh, talked about the story. It was uh, The Rock, Dwayne Johnson, uh, had gone back to a 7-Eleven. Uh, in Hawaii, where uh, he was living at the time when he was uh, younger, and he would, like, daily go in and steal king-size Snicker bars. And it is, uh, it's dug into him for years. He felt bad about it, and he wanted to make good on that. So he went back, he bought up all the candy bars they had, and uh, he essentially gave a whole bunch of them and said, here, give these to people that are coming in today. He was trying to make amends. He right. felt bad. Yeah. Something he did. He did, He <laughs> would kind of he'd get the, the big one, like literally every day, pressing you right. Also impressive, the video, that's probably got to be the greatest 7-Eleven on earth, the one that's in Hawaii, right? I haven't yeah. watched the video. Is it pretty awesome? Well, yeah, oh, he's wow. going in. He grabs up everything, and uh, um, but he's 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 making. It clearly was weighing on him. Yeah. I know it's weird though, and I you know I hate to like uh, say something negative about this. this. Okay. I'm going to kill this, but. The issue isn't you buying more stuff. Like, I would maybe give money that I... You know what I mean? Like, you're, you're just buying a product. So, 
if you really wanted to make amends, I would say, hey, here's a couple thousand dollars. Uh, I'm not going to buy anything from you. Do you know what I mean? Like, because I've or I, Joni. I, I mean, come on. I, I know what you're saying. <laughs> I know, I know. I it know, doesn't I know, play as well in a video, though. You know. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, um, so it's kind of like what we did with uh, with Casey's Big Adventure. Yeah, you had an issue. Yeah. I had stolen the the musical instrument, the claves, uh, from my high school. Actually, from my junior high. And uh, Casey was going driving across the country. I'm like, hey, I've had these things for yeah. like 40 years. <laughs> Can you take them back for me? I always felt bad about it. And I really did. I seriously did. I'm like, oh, it was it was senseless. It was dumb. I never got any use out of the thing that I stole. And you've also been a big proponent of getting musical instruments into schools. That exactly. was directly contrary to your desire. So, but I just, I, when I was a kid, I wanted them and I took them. And, and, uh, and so I feel, I felt better when, when giving the opportunity to return those. So. Here's what I'd like to do. I'd like to see if anybody listening right now wants to confess uh, to these things that they have done in the past. Or maybe uh, share us how you have done this before. You've gone back and you've made good on To make amends. Something that haunts you. It can really, like, here's a, that's a perfect example. It's stuck in your craw for all that time. Kathy? Will your mother return all of those books to the library, <laughs> the library. someday oh that God. she has kept for 50 years? No, you know what? As she found them, uh, she returned them. But we were, <laughs> I guess that wasn't technically considered stealing, but we were, I mean, that was something we didn't do. Like, like my parents were like, this is not, it is not yours. It, you know, even stealing from a store or stealing from others. Like, it was just something we didn't do. So there was never... I wasn't a big stealer. I didn't take things. Right. Two one five two six three WMMR is the number, so you can you can confess or you can share your story of redemption uh, if you'd like to. Uh, but we'd we'd like to hear about this. Uh, Marissa's got something she wants to share. All right, and it feels good to get this off my chest. I used to steal stickers from Zany Brainy. Oh, stickers from God. Zany Brainy, you <laughs> slut! No. <laughs> How often would you do that, Marissa? Um. A lot. Okay. Like, almost every time we would go, you you would buy sticker books. You guys remember sticker books? Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. And when they first made them, they didn't completely seal the plastic on the books. Dumbasses. And the books would come with, like, 100 stickers in them. Yeah. So I could just slide my hand in and steal, like, two little four-packs wow. of stickers. Wow. So you were actually stealing from other people. <laughs> <laughs> you weren't necessarily stealing from the store because you were stealing from people who bought the books. Who were buying the books. And, and they, oh, they man. They would only get, like, 92 stickers uh, instead of 100 I am stickers. In her defense, yeah. it was the one bright spot to her, <laughs> a counter to your street walking days, oh, right? Man. I still have those sticker books. Is there something I could do with them that would make it better? Because Zany Brainy does not exist anymore. No, yeah, I don't tough. know. But, it, so, but listen, all those years, <laughs> it's something you feel bad about. I think about it every single time right, right. I drive down Lancaster Avenue oh, in Wayne. Every okay. time. And do you remember the people you stole them from? Uh, were they, were they people those, you knew? Whoever bought those sticker books. It was, so Zany Brainy was oh, a store. Okay. She was yeah, robbing. Yeah, yeah. 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 She yeah. would yeah. still purchase them right. and find yep. that some of it was. Okay. They were All short, right. short mm. change stickers, and I apologize yeah. to anybody who bought a sticker book from Zany Brainy in the late 90s. <laughs> I have to imagine that somebody purchased one of those things and brought it to a kid who might be in the hospital. Yeah. And that's all they wanted was a full collection of stickers. Yeah. They came up a and few they just short. came up a few short. It's terrible. And, and, you know, and, and I. Um, a couple of years ago, I tried to make amends for this one as well, and I'm going to try and do it again because it just didn't, um, I, I didn't get any takers. But uh, when I was in high school, so if you swam for Father Judge High School, 
between the years of 1991 and 1993. Father Judge High School. Father Judge High School. Your, your, I believe your home uh, pool was, was Lincoln High. Here's okay. the deal. I stole a Walkman from somebody's locker. You Ooh. stole a Walkman from someone's locker? Now, that's pretty... It's, yeah. it's, I'm an a-hole. Has it haunted I, I, you? That's dude, listen, here's the deal. I... Still, like, I, I have a therapist that I see every yeah. now and then, and I literally was talking about this with her last week. Wow. I'm a garbage human being. I've You're always, not. I've always been a garbage human no. being. Uh, I do care about people, but, I, you know, sometimes I, you know, especially when I was younger, I would do things that, like, I knew was wrong. It's one of the freaking commandments, and I still, <laughs> I yeah. Catholic school, and I, so I stole this, I stole a Walkman from this person. I need to make it right. Uh, I, I can't take back what I did. It was right. a horrible, terrible thing to do. So we'll take the first 50 callers who claim to be that person. No, and we'll here's s- the deal. Here's the deal. <laughs> we'll give you some Snickers. There was, and I said this before. There was a very specific um, tape in the Walkman. If you can tell me exactly what was in that Walkman when oh. I stole it from you. Okay, so you have a way, a way to sort of make sure and validate that this is the person. You yeah. remember that. You went to no Father... No one's going to remember that. Uh, Maybe. Well, let's throw it out there. Cass, let's throw it, was, it out there. It was very, very specific. Um, that So here's the deal. You have to meet the prerequisites. You went to Father Judge High School right. between 1991 and 93. Should a stool sample be provided as I, well? Yeah, I would prefer that. Yeah. Uh, but, uh, yeah, and, and here's a, just a note to anybody out there who's, like, a little bit younger. Going, if you think it's wrong, don't do it because right. it, it will haunt you most likely for the rest of yeah. your most life. Most people who aren't, like, now, mind you, some people find out, man, I enjoy this, and then yeah. they become Bernie Madoff. <laughs> so, uh, but, but I say this to my children all the time. Regret, regret is a bitch. But for it, the most, yeah. it, really, it really is. Mm-hmm. I mean, that, it's... Regret doing something and not treating people, all those things. Yeah. They, 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 if you're, if you're built the right way and your mind is in the, in a, in a right place, that will be something that you, that's luggage you carry with you. All right. Mm-hmm. I want to clear this up. Father Judge High School, 91 to 93. Uh, you were, uh, on the swim team. I was on the swim team. Uh, so I it, stole it from a swimmer from, from a Judge. swimmer's locker. It was a Walkman. Had a, it had a cassette in it. If you remember what cassette was in that, let Casey know. I will make it right a thousand make times it right. over. A thousand times over? Well, uh, well maybe double what would, time. What would someone do with a thousand Walkmans? <laughs> well, if, if, they wanted to tra- right. if they wanted to change that into a monetary thing, you sure. just need to find the price your, of it. Yeah. Yeah. You'll buy them a thousand uh, or, or the, the equivalent of a No, I mean, more. I literally <laughs> will buy you a, a big screen TV. Or so. I, I don't, wow. I don't know. You know what? Therapist level stuff here we're talking about. Yeah. We're, we're, we're rebuilding right. you. You're not a garbage human. Let me go to calls. I have Brian. Hey, Brian, good morning. How you doing? Oh, man. Holy crap. I'm on your show. Yes, <laughs> you are, Brian. Welcome. All right. You want to share something? Yes, I do. Uh, in Downingtown, Pennsylvania, where there's a giant uh, shopping center, is a Home Depot now. It used to be a farmer's market down there at the time. And I was like in my late teens, and I was in a cover band. And we had, and I didn't have any money, zero money. So me and the two guys from the band went into this music store that was in there. And those guys said, we'll distract the owner. So they went in, distracted the owner, talking about microphones. And I was sitting there playing a Nuno Betancourt Washburn. Um, wow. And, and, and I was right by the front door, and I kind of was actually playing it. And I slid it up so the head of the guitar was by, the head, by my face. And I walked right out the door and ran to the car real quick and just slid the guitar underneath the car. I slid under the car and I heard like hey, hang on, hang on. Yeah. All right, so so you had all these you heard all these footsteps running after you got in the car and then 
I, I was under the car. I was oh. literally under the car, oh, just like hiding. And here was my two buddies. We hopped in the car and we took off. And that was twenty some odd years ago. And man, I felt bad ever since. And like you said, Preston, if I could have returned the guitar, I would. But it's not there anymore. So. Oh, yeah, eventually there was a guy that was playing guitar, and he didn't have any money years later. And I, I, I just said, here, take this, take this guitar. I have an Ibanez. I'll take this one, and I'll give it to you. Did did that help a little bit? Uh, yeah, getting... yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's 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 still on my mind. It's still on my sure. mind. Just, you know, I, I mean, not every day. You know? G- may I recommend something, Brian? That this gentleman that you gave that guitar to, call the police and rat him out. <laughs> 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 there we'll you do. go. We'll do, Steve. Yeah. <laughs> no, I know. Uh, listen, right. but you make mistakes in life and stuff like that. You 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 sound like a good guy, and it, it, it it's bad. And uh, you know, maybe make a donation if you can too, if you really want to clear, you know, to to a school music program or something like that. Well, that's what my, my son's in the guitar club in middle school now. So I actually now have gifted him my Ivan as acoustic guitar, so he goes and uses that. There you so go. So, you know. Yeah. Kind of. Kind of retribution, I guess so. All right. Well, thank you for at least admitting that, Brian. We appreciate it. Yeah, thank you for having me on the show. Man, it's been so long. Awesome. Pleasure, man. That's great. I'm happy we can make Brian's day, man. Thank you, bud. Uh, Let's see. Hang on. Uh, Rob's mom, Rob's girlfriend's mom worked at Zany Brainy's. Oh, we could. This could be help for you, Marissa. Hey, Rob, you're on the air. Why don't you forget the moose? <laughs> for a moment. For a moment. That's brilliant. All right. Why don't you forget the moose for a moment? All right, Rob. What's up, man? Hey, I uh, I don't really have much to share, but Marissa, if it helps, uh, a struggling mother of two <laughs> once worked at Zany oh. Brain in the late 90s. Wow. Damn I'm it. Wow. I'm <laughs> so you just want to pile <laughs> on the guilt. That's all. And Rob, from what you said, she jumped off a roof. Yeah. If it makes you feel better, <laughs> I will tell her that you personally apologize. All right. Oh, there you Thank go. Thank you very much. Right, and you know you, what? Rob. I just Googled Zany Brainy, and it's now an online store. So I think I'm going to buy some Christmas gifts for okay. the kids in my family. Right, support right there. A legitimate purchase. I mean, okay. you won't actually be able to help the people that were... St- you well, stole the stickers from the things right. they purchased, but you can help them out. Steve, right. there's stickers right on the front page. I feel terrible. <laughs> there you go, man. Go to Chris next. Hi, Chris. Good morning. Hey, good morning. How are you? Good, man. All right. So are you admitting something this morning? Yeah. So I was probably in fifth, sixth grade with my neighbor, and uh, we would drive our bikes down to, like, EB Games and GameStop. Yeah. They had had one right across from each other. And uh, EB Games had all their Game Boy games and DS games in, like, uh, cardboard wrapped in, like, cellophane. Well, I would open up those games and then go to GameStop trade that in for store credit <laughs> so i was pretty much like a little mini boss yeah and uh my my we took our one friend in with us and he was the one who put his actual name and phone number as the trade-in person okay so they got called his mom called <gasps> my mom oh my they had the police down oh. i had to go and like give them my name that i used all my store credit was gone which was about like a couple hundred dollars and uh, they said I got banned from the store, but about a month later I went down there and uh, 
they actually had all the games now in like hard glass cases. Okay. So I feel like I'm the reason that uh, they put it in there. So I feel like actually I did a due diligence. You, you actually did them a favor by pointing out a security flaw. Exactly. So what you're saying is that GameStop owes you money. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> what, what is your guilt level on that stuff, Chris? Um, it was pretty high, but yeah. at least all the stuff went back to them. But it does. Listen, so yeah, and that's a, that's that's like uh, that moment when you you were running a little syndicate is what you're running there. I yeah. mean, so that that carries a little bit more, I think, um, weight. But um, wow, may I ask what you do for a living now, Chris? Uh, I'm a construction worker. Okay, <laughs> all right. I, I was going to say maybe he went into you know. By the way, what was your favorite game uh, Game Boy game? Uh, I mean, I, I grew up in the '90s, so Pokemon was always my Pokemon. favorite. All right, all right. Well, thank you, Chris. Chris actually yeah, got busted. You. So, yeah, um, but uh, man, uh, let me go. Let's see here. Huh. This is, by the way, this is keying off of the story from uh, Dwayne Johnson. Had uh, used to steal candy bars all the time from the Seven Eleven. He recently went back and made a huge purchase, and he's just trying to make good on that. Okay, well, Case, just a quick reference. Did, did you say years ago that you you would you would uh, clip cowtails from? Um, well, or is that you just buy them every no, day? No, I buy them. All right, yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. yeah. No. But, uh, well, I think we, that was in a conversation about people getting banned from stores. Ah, uh, that's and, it. Okay. And uh, somebody was, I remember Casey talking about the, the cowtails, and somehow or another there was a tie-in to that. I want to go to Tom. Hey, Tom, good morning. Good, good morning. How are you guys doing today? Good, buddy. What's up with you, okay. bud? So I'd like to make a confession. In 1986, I walked out of school with all the marching band symbols. I sold them. <laughs> I have... I, this has been I, on me for years since 1986. All of them? So, How do you? All of them. <laughs> Those things are heavy, I, man. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I gathered them all up, put them in a jacket, put them in my trunk of my car. So and I, and I sold I sold them right away. And all these years later, it still bothers me. But in return. My son does go to the school now, and I'm paying tuition. So okay, uh, yeah, but you're supposed to, to pay tuition. You're supposed to pay tuition. Yeah, All right, and, we have two. We have two plans available at the school. You can either steal our symbols or pay tuition. Yeah, when I called around to get prices, how much they were worth, they wouldn't give me prices. They said you can't buy these symbols. You know, uh, they were marching band symbols. You yeah. can only get them. Through a Zildjian supplier, but you I, can you I, can make a donation to the band. I would do imagine. that. Yeah, make, make a, if you if you if you still carry some guilt. I'm not sure it sounds yeah. like you do because you're saying <laughs> you're paying tuition. But if you do have that, yeah. make a donation to the music department might be kind of nice. They would appreciate that. Bad yeah. hell, listen to you. I feel bad, but not that bad, where I actually pay for the things that I stole. It's like going to confession, right? And they go, okay, your penance is uh, say 10 Hail Marys. Well, I'll say five. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> By the way, symbols, uh, it, for, for at least drum kids, are insanely expensive. Like wow. just a regular crash symbol can yeah. cost you like $150. Wow. So, uh, so, he, he, so. Got a, he got got a lot of Tom, leverage there. You need to go make good, dude. We're Ten sets, I probably took. Oh my Ten sets. God. Yes, make a donation to you, that that music department. Yeah, if you we're, can. we're not letting you go on this one. All right, bud. <laughs> okay. Oh, you Sorry. know what? Yep. Go yep. to GameStop and steal some Game Boys. Yeah. By the way, I showed uh, Kathy a picture this morning. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Uh, of. There was a guy. I think it was in Florida. He was a shoplifter, <laughs> and shoplifters usually 
will hide what they're stealing. Yes. Uh, or they'll try to be incognito by pushing a whole uh, uh, a shopping cart out. And Not they anymore. Just, they just think they're yeah, yeah. you know they just think they're they're taking their stuff out of the car. Right. This dude. <laughs> Oh, I kid you not, Steve. He was dragging like fifty purses yes, yeah. what? behind yeah. him. Oh yeah, I mean it's ridiculous. There's footage of a it's guy hilarious going into I think it's a San Francisco Rite Aid with a huge like a construction bag that they use on a work site for garbage. Yep. He he Santa clauses it over his shoulder, gets on his bike in the store, and rides it right out. This guy's not even putting it in a bag. I mean, like <laughs> it's. It's hilarious. Wow. Uh, so, mm. yes. and uh, My guess is he's not going to feel bad about that. I don't think he's going to feel bad about it. Uh, let's go to... Let's go to Justin. Uh, Justin, you're on the air. Good morning. Hey, good morning. Good, good morning. morning. What's up, man? So, when I was seven, I was kind of like a little klepto. Um, yeah. And I wanted these Power Rangers where you flick the belt and, like, the helmet would come on. And I didn't get it for Christmas, so my neighbor did. And I slowly stole one by one for weeks. Um, and he would get in trouble because his parents would ask where they were. And uh, he had no answer for it. And I would pretend like I didn't know. And uh, he got in trouble a lot. And I still feel bad oh, to this man. day. So I hope if Joey's listening, sorry, Joey, if that was me. Um, but then... Justin, do you, do, you have a way, do you have a way to contact Joey? Uh... Maybe I don't know. Yeah, you could probably find them on Facebook or something. Yeah, I found the Power Rangers on eBay, but they're like two hundred bucks for the set. You don't have to give them the Power Rangers. Just just apologize. You can apologize. You can (laughs) confess and apologize. Yeah. So uh, fast forward, you know, in that same time there, I go to Kmart. My dad and I come home. My my dad's going, "Where'd you get bubble gum?" And I had bubble bubble tape and Batman stickers that I stole from Kmart. Oh boy, and my mom ended up putting two and two together that I was stealing, and I didn't know that she knew the captain of the police. So she set up this meeting where I had to go to the police station at seven years old and sit across from the captain of the police, and he's explaining to me that uh, what happens if you get caught stealing, and then they put, like, an undercover cop in a jail cell, this huge dude, and he shows me this guy, and the guy's, like, shaking the jail cell, and I cried immediately. (laughs) Scared straight. Yeah, scared straight. Oh, man. Yeah. Yeah, to that day, I, like, when I was 16, I tried to steal this little tiny, like, black phone book, you know, and I was shake. I would shake, and I couldn't. I just couldn't. It worked. It worked, yeah. Put you on the straight and narrow. Yeah. All right. Well, we'll reach out to Joey if you yeah. can. All right, Justin? Um, yes, sir. Thank All right. You. Take care, bud. We'll it's see you. funny. When I was in high school, I sold newspapers outside of the mass every yeah, Sunday, yeah. and that was my gig. And uh, usually, um, I guess it was like the 1130 mass or whatever, my buddy Matt and I, we would, because we, we made money oh. doing this, so we would, we would pre-collect our tips, right? Yeah. You didn't get tipped out until everything was over, but we knew we'd make like ten bucks or whatever. Is this when you stole from the poor box? No, I did okay. that already. Okay. Uh, but this, this is this is somebody stealing from me. All right. Um, so uh, we would, you know, we would take a couple of bucks out of the box, yeah. you know, and then it would just affect our tips later on. But anyway, what we didn't, so we ended up short every single Sunday. We didn't know how this was happening. We were like every week they were like they're like. You're 20 bucks short, like you're 30 bucks short. And we didn't find this out that this guy, every time we would go to breakfast, he knew that we would do that. And he would go into the money envelope 
and he would steal money from us. Wow. And we didn't find this out until... That's our scam. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, but we weren't... I mean, I guess by the letter of the law, we were... But we weren't. Like, we were just stealing from We were taking our, out a loan. We were, yeah, yeah, we were taking from ourselves. We usually get paid out, like, 20 bucks or whatever. So at the end of the morning, we would make, like, 10 bucks. But this guy... When he knew that we were leaving, he'd go right into the back of the church where we would put the money thing, and he would take money out. And no we, character. No. Yeah, I, no. I can't judge. I, got I live in a glass house. For just a couple of more here. Uh, let me go to Wally. Hey. Or, yeah, Wally, good morning. Hey, good morning. You guys rock. Oh, thank you, buddy. All right. What do you want to confess to? Well, in high school, and anybody that's listening that went to Great Valley, Phoenix Hill, or Springfield High Schools in the late 70s, early 80s, and bought marijuana joints off me they weren't marijuana <laughs> oh my god what were they wally <laughs> i would take a double wide put a little bit of pot some seeds and mostly black tea <laughs> so it, it smelled like pot it looked like pot and you added like seeds in there wally what year did you graduate from great valley <laughs> Uh, I graduated from northern chester county technical school nccts oh so you just uh, sold to great valley yeah, these <laughs> dude, they the seem to the need tech, pot. Yeah. The guys at the tech school get all the yeah. best weed. He gets good weed, man. <laughs> it's gotta be. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah, man. I used to. I mean, it was funny. There were friends of mine that tried to buy these joints off of me that I refused to sell them to because they didn't want them to kick my ass. Wally. Oh my so, God. so to make amends, if you could find the people that you sold to and maybe give them some free cocaine, might be kind of nice. Yeah. Yeah. No, free cocaine, that's too expensive. <laughs> All right. Thank you, Wally. Financially, right. it just doesn't make any sense. I want to get this one last call. I know we got to wrap up, so this is going to be a quick game. I'm going to go to Reenie. Hey, Reenie, good morning. Hey, how are you? Good morning, it. Good, good morning, morning, it. All right, so your confession, please. Okay, this is a bad one. So oh. I went to Catholic school as well. I went to O'Hara. Oh. But mm. where I went was Chestnut Hill. I don't want to say the school because my dad was a teacher there. Okay. And my sisters went to school with him, and there was a chapel in there. So he was a baseball coach and a drama teacher, so we would hang out after school. And me and my one sister would go into the chapel and eat the host that was... You would eat the Eucharist? Yeah, so what? Yes. <laughs> so did we. <laughs> it tasted Yeah, so but you were fun. eating them during Mass. Yeah, no, 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 no. Because I, I was an altar boy, and yeah, you just grab a fistful of them. You got to make sure yeah. they weren't consecrated, right? Right, they weren't. They weren't flesh. Yeah, they weren't right. flesh yet. Yeah, yeah okay. they weren't flesh yet. But you were, were treating them like triskets. Yeah, yeah, little wafers. So it was a good afternoon snack. <laughs> okay, so. Casey says that's okay. Yeah, I don't know. I'm not a Catholic, yeah. so I can't. Yeah. I can't yeah. pass judgment yeah. on you on that. So and then you're going you... to hell. It's okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Take some money out of the poor box and go yeah. see a movie. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> 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 All right, sitting there in the theater eating Eucharist while you're. Thank you, Rini. I appreciate that. Okay. All right. Well, thank you for all of your confessions. And by the way, uh, John and Nick, who have been on hold for like 20 minutes, let's make sure we set them up yep. with something I appreciate. Should I absolve them quickly? Hang yeah. on. Sure. Absolve them if you like. Oh. You are officially absolved, Nick and John. And we'll get you. What are we going to give them? Uh, we have these uh, stickers from Zany Brainy. <laughs> <laughs> I got a I got a Walkman for you. No, this is a WMMR T-shirt. It's a NASA oh, style T-shirt. Very right? good. Yeah, make sure you well. check out our Rock Shop because we have these cool shirts and uh, products that uh, that you can uh, purchase. So thank you guys. We appreciate that. I want to take a break because we're going live on Fox Good Day, and I don't want to mess up that time. So we'll be back as well with a bizarre file and some uh, totals from Camp Out uh, because the collections continue to Acme through Thanksgiving. We'll be right back. 
Like the Preston and Steve Show podcast? Well, check out MMR's other audio on demand at WMMR.com or on MMR's mobile app. Hey, Window Nation brings the best of the home show savings right into your home. You can get two free windows with every two you buy with no limit, plus pay no interest for 60 months. Go to windownation.com slash home show and use their free virtual visualizer to see how their window options will look on your home. But hurry, these once a year home show savings end soon. Get two windows free with every two you buy and pay no interest for five full years. Call today, 866-90NATION or go to windownation.com slash home show. Now, back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. 93.3 WMMR. We're going live on Fox Good Day. The city of Philadelphia and the Delaware Valley is the Preston and Steve Show. Uh, Outranks everybody else. Welcome to Good Day Philadelphia, guys. Good morning, gang. So how are your how are your verbal skills? Our verbal skills? I would say exemplary, on a par with yours right now. Do you believe in the study, Steve? That wait that people who will wake up on the early side? Yes, I do. I think by sheer force of will, you have to make it happen, especially in what we do and what you guys are doing. You've got to be conversant because it becomes readily apparent you're not able to do it and so it does train you to start thinking on your toes early and uh yeah i think it and, and sometimes people will come in here and they'll impress you know they'll say how can you guys be up like this and be this conversive you have to it's part of the deal and Preston, I also think of it like our days are front-loaded, so I think we're pretty, like, you're on target and on energy early in the morning. End of the day, it's a lost cause for me. How about you, Preston? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I don't want to talk about it. Yeah, I don't want to talk about it. Yeah, okay. <laughs> uh, no, yeah, I know. Yes, by, by the time we are done, when we are done, I'm like, we're I'm done. done talking. I'm now. out of words. I am, I have I'm run done out, talking. Literally run out of words. But... <laughs> Uh, it can that's definitely be a bit much. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah, I will say that though. I mean, I will say uh, I've, I've used all my words for the day. <laughs> that's that's it. Daddy is he's just going to sit here in front of yeah. this giant uh, box of moving pictures and not say anything. <laughs> uh, of course. Just last week, we did a study that said the exact opposite. Of course, I know. Yeah. And I'm waiting for the next study about how eggs are bad for you again. So it goes back and forth. But I no, I I think from from our anecdotal evidence, yes, I think waking up gets your mind wired and primed to go. And and what you were saying, Karen, it's it's the same thing. Is that in at the latter part of the day, you become a mime. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) How were the How was Thanksgiving for all of you? Uh, I had COVID, so that was lovely. Yeah, yeah. They yeah. they stopped doing uh, turkey a long time ago and now get a disease. Yeah, every year. <laughs> <laughs> but it's common. Uh, pretty low key. Yeah, yeah. and uh, yeah, we, every, everybody kind of took it easy. It was nice. It's very low key. It's, yeah. it's, it's it's your favorite holiday, which is the big absolutely. Problem. It's yeah. my favorite holiday of the it year. Really it, is, yeah. it was not as yeah. fun this year, but nonetheless, you still have Arbor Day. Yeah, it's yeah. coming up. Yep. Oh, is it Flag Day? <laughs> you get a mulligan on it. You get to do it over. Get, again. That's right. Fix things a week later. Holiday mulligans are, are necessities. So. Yes. Uh, thinking on your feet and stuff like that. Where do you suppose that term came about? Thinking. Uh, 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 on your toes. I think it was sponsored by Tom McCann. I think it was the... Uh, no, I, 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 <laughs> where does it come from? What's the derivation? I don't know. We'll have to look it up. Yeah. Uh, is there some sort of internet resource? 
we did a segment with the mayoral candidates. We're up to eight, and you're throwing your hat into the ring. Yeah. You know that's a boxing term? Yes. Yes. Oh. Yeah. Okay. Uh, you throw a hat in the ring if you want to get in there and fight. I could see that. That's like toe the line. That's uh, that as well. It's same with boxing. You would step up to the to the line, put your toes on the line, you're ready to fight. So, toe. Uh, uh, how about that? Uh, yeah. All right, you uh, quick thinkers and conversive people. Thank you, gentlemen. Bye-bye. Love you guys. All right, we'll see you later. A little bit of a delay there. And there uh, was, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Our, uh, back mean? and forth. Just kidding. I don't know what you're talking <laughs> no, about. No, talking about. All right. Uh, so we skipped traffic, so let's get into that right now and see what's going on so far this morning. Kathy, what you got for us? An accident on the 42 freeway. It stopped between the Black Horse Pike and Creek Road. Two lanes are blocked. 55 northbound heavy Deptford to the 42 freeway. Spookle eastbound slowing from the Blue Road into Belmont and then the Boulevard to the Vine. Westbound, Pashyunk to South Street, the Boulevard. Uh, out to the Blue Road, 95 northbound, an earlier vehicle. Fire at the Betsy Ross Bridge has a slow back to the Vine Expressway. It is cleared. Uh, and then also from Bridge to Cotman, there was an accident in there. That's cleared south on 95, slowing from Cotman through to Bridge. Kelly Drive at Girard Avenue, there's an accident. Pennsylvania Turnpike eastbound, slowing Willow Grove to Route 1, an accident off to the shoulder. And then 422 eastbound, backing up from Oaks to 23. This traffic report brought to you by Whole Foods Market, ready to bake. Select 365 by Whole Foods Market. Baking essentials are 25% off. With Prime through December 13th, while supplies last, shop in-store or online. Terms apply. And that's your traffic on 93.3 WMMR. Two things, and this might be a conversation for another time. I know we have a bizarre file on the guest we're going to talk to, but um, do you guys ever get that? I just I looked over and I got a text message at this very second, and it says, your account, it is Amazon, your account has been locked. Follow this link to secure your account. Do you guys get these? Well, yeah. yeah. The thing to do is, if you can, uh, on air, give your banking information. Yeah, that's what I'll do. uh, You ignore it, ignore it, ignore it. Oh, I know. Anything like that. And app. there's one that comes from Apple as well. I get them Uh, all the time. uh, Yes. uh, It's ridiculous. I I, I, I can't stand it. Um, Just click the link through a work computer. I think (laughs) they said it's okay. And whatever whatever they send you back, open it up on the system. Yeah. 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 Don't those uh, tutorials we watch say to click on that link and follow it all the way through? Yes. You know, just click the link, follow it all the way to the end. I kind of like those tutorials. They're actually kind of entertaining. The, the yeah. dude who's like the slacker in the bathroom. They are fun. He makes me laugh every time. <laughs> they're, they're at least somewhat entertaining. Yeah. You are correct. Yeah, we that. actually work with a guy who looks like that guy. Uh, um, what I don't know what his name is. He's on the MMR. <laughs> Uh, but he looks okay. like he looks like Bad Judgment. Okay, yeah. that's oh, the guy. Gotcha. <laughs> bad Judgment is one of the characters yeah. Yeah. in our training. And then this other thing I want to mention, and then we'll get into the uh, the B file. Uh, somebody texted in and said, "Just want to point out, the Flyers snapped a ten game losing streak last night after hearing fly like the Flyers." That wow. is correct. We played it yesterday. Very observant, and that is something we may have to consider. What are they playing again? Uh, uh, tomorrow night. Are they playing tomorrow? We'll have, we'll to, have to play tomorrow. tomorrow. Okay. Casey, Not, we don't play today. No. Right? We'll no. Just, just play just a little bit. You imagine okay. if they go on a play. Yeah. Maybe tomorrow we'll play the whole thing. Yeah. That's audio mojo. And then we'll see if it works. Yeah. yeah. And if it works, we'll continue that. 
Uh, and it doesn't have to work every time, but if it works right. the majority of time, yeah, if it works, works enough, yeah, then we'll take the credit. Works okay. all the time, half the time. Casey takes the credit. Yeah. yeah. All right, bizarre file time. Here we go. Now, bizarre. WMMR presents Kristen and Steve's bizarre. bizarre file. All right, this morning. Sorry, I don't. I'm scared. Number three. There we go. I did th- th- this new system. The where the music comes up is random on my faders. It's not random, but you have to. You, you never know where it's going to. Right. Happen. All right. Anyway, uh, brought to you by Manhattan Bagel. Let Manhattan Bagel take the stress out of your holiday. Yeah, breakfast or lunch, delivery or takeout. You gather, they cater. Uh, visit manhattanbagel.com to order. Uh, the Spanish Coast Guard has rescued three men who stowed away on a tanker that arrived in the Canary Islands from Nigeria, and they did it by balancing on the rudder just above the waterline. How they, the hell? They rode all this way on the rudder of the ship. Wow. In a photograph distributed on Twitter by the Coast Guard on Monday, the three stowaways are shown perched on the rudder of the oil and chemical tanker Elthini oh. 2. The captain gave him a stern warning. Oh. Oh. They don't bow down to anybody. Uh, the Maltese flagged Althini 2 arrived in Las Palmas in Gran Canaria on Monday afternoon after an 11-day voyage from Lagos in Nigeria. So they were on that rudder for 11 days. They probably want a sandwich or something. Uh, the men were taken into the port and attended to by health services for dehydration and hypothermia. A journalist tweeted, this is not the first and it will not be the last. Always do not always have the same luck. Uh, perilous crossings in the Canaries from North Africa have increased dramatically since late 2019 after checks on Mediterranean routes were tightened. 11 days on a freaking runner. Yeah, on a freaking runner. <laughs> in October 2020, four people stowed away on the rudder of an oil tanker from Lagos, uh, hiding for 10 days before they were discovered by police as the vessel came into Las Palmas. In moderately rough seas? Yeah. Y- you- how could you survive? How? Yeah, I don't know. Uh, speaking of seas, this took place on a lake, though, but around 200 people have been rescued after they were stranded on a large chunk of ice that broke away in a Minnesota lake. Oh, man. This has happened yeah. a number of times because there's, there's, there's such these chunks are so huge, yep. you may not even know it happened. Uh, the local sheriff's office said that the people adrift on Upper Red Lake in northern Minnesota were fishing when the ice broke. Anglers were surrounded by up to 90 feet of open water. Uh, they added that all those who were stranded have been safely rescued. Adam Studnisky, yeah, one of the area's owners of JR's Corner, an ice fishing resort in the area, said the ice with the southwest wind just shifted and it broke away in some spots. You're out there on that, uh, that ice, you got caught. <laughs> Mr. Studnisky uh, said that his team, with the help of emergency responders, uh, were able to safely evacuate anglers using an ice bridge over a narrow part of the open water. Uh, Mr. Studnitsky. He said, kind of like an ice bridge over troubled water. Uh, said, incidents like this occur every once in a while at the lake during this time of year, and the anglers were calm as they were evacuated. Uh, the sheriff's office warned in his press release that early season <laughs> early season ice is very unpredictable, so True. you need to be careful. Speaking of being careful, this guy wasn't. A man in Turkey has been reportedly shot and killed by his own dog yeah. on a hunting trip mm. after the pet stepped on the trigger of his shotgun. This has happened a couple of times. Yeah, it has. Uh, Osgur uh, Greve Kogulu uh, died in Turkey last week. Uh, Local police originally took one of his hunting companions into custody. 
Uh, Mr. Greva Kugulu was loading equipment into the uh, trunk of his car when his dog jumped on the back of his friend, stepped on the trigger of the shotgun. A 32-year-old hunter who reportedly became a father just two weeks earlier died uh, from a wound to his stomach uh, before paramedics arrived. And there's pictures of him, and, the, you know, he obviously loved the dog, yeah. and he's hugging the dog and all that. It, it was an accident, but you... Dogs will dogs will take cars and put, take them out of park. Yeah. They'll do these things. You got to uh, watch out. His 38-year-old friend was not identified and subsequently released from custody on Sunday, but the police are still investigating. He was seen frequently posing uh, with game and several hounds on his social media, but it's unclear <laughs> if any of those dogs are responsible for the deadly act. And he just made arrangements to return a Walkman to a guy he'd stolen. Oh, the man. And it was, Goodness. It just didn't work out. Tragic. A judge accepted a plea deal Monday for a man who randomly killed a Florida couple in their garage six years ago. You remember the story. This lunatic. And then chewed on one of the victim's face uh, that will send him to a mental hospital for treatment. So it's a plea deal that this guy is getting. Austin Haruff. Haruff. Uh, yeah, pleaded not guilty by reason of insanity to two counts of first-degree murder and other charges in the, two, in the 216, 2016 slayings. Of John Stevens and his wife, Michelle Michonne Stevens. Uh, he also seriously injured a neighbor who tried to help. We heard it was basalt, right? That, 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 I think this was the same guy. Same dude, right? Uh, Haruff, who attended Florida State University before the attack, will be committed to a secure mental health facility until doctors and judge agree that he's no longer dangerous. Yeah. If the trial had gone forward, Haruff could have faced life in prison. So he's going to be in a mental institution. Do you promise to not eat any more faces? Yeah. yeah. A number of family members of the slain couple expressed anger at the decision and made victim Impact statements directed at Haruff and his family, uh, the defense team, and prosecutors as well. The agreement worked out between the defense and the prosecution avoided a trial uh, that had been scheduled to start on Monday before the judge, Sherwood Bauer, had been expected to last three weeks. The judge said Haruff will remain in the county jail until he is taken to a secure mental health facility, and then they'll monitor his It's a horrible story. Yeah. And then we'll do one more. Uh, it's pretty wild. A Buddhist temple in central Thailand has been left without monks after all of its holy men failed drug tests and were defrocked. <gasts> Four monks, including Junkie monks? an yeah. abbot at a temple in Bung Sam Phan uh, district, tested positive for methamphetamine what? on Monday. You yeah. heard about the Bung monks? They're junkies. Yeah. Uh, the monks, the Bung monks have been uh, sent to a health clinic to undergo drug rehabilitation. Uh, the temple is now empty of monks, and nearby villagers are concerned that they cannot oh. do any merit-making, and merit-making involves worshippers donating food to monks as a good deal. Are these the monks that take a vow of addiction? That must be that. <laughs> yeah. uh, more monks will be sent to the temple to allow villagers to practice their religious obligations. Uh, Thailand is a major transit country for methamphetamine flooding in from Myanmar's troubled Shane State via Laos. So they were all defrocked. Yep. Yeah. yeah. All right, there you go. That is what I have in the bizarre file for you this morning. All right, so we have someone we're going to check in with now. Obviously, uh, the camp out for hunger has come and gone, or has it? Uh, this is an element that was going on after the fact because of the generosity of this particular corporation. Yeah, a few years ago, we uh, started partnering with uh, Acme Markets. It's been several years now, but since we have had the uh, pin pad collection where you at the uh, at the checkout can actually make a donation uh, has been a game changer. Um, and we made an, um, an announcement on November 8th. Uh, am I going to do the original monetary stuff or should we bring our guests on? Well, first? yeah, if you just want to give like where we were and where we had left it. Okay, um, so yeah. uh, the donation, the total donations 
uh, cash was $1,078,254. And that included uh, $613,000 from the Acme Markets campaign. Right. Just amazing. So they carried that on through uh, Thanksgiving. Yeah. So there's more to be had. Well, of course, you're leading right up to the... The most active time for shopping leading into Thanksgiving, and yeah. they, they availed that uh, to us, and that's uh, amazing. Uh, so we are going to get on the line now to get to the added donation numbers, right. uh, and we have our guests ready to go, so please welcome uh, the VP of Operations mm. at Acme Markets, <laughs> Dana Ward. Hey. Good morning, Dana. Hello. Hi, Dana. Thanks for joining us today. Good. You guys just gave me a promotion. I like that. Oh, what, what, what's your what's your actual title? Um, manager of public affairs. Oh, manager. Okay. Of well, public you are now VP yeah. of operations, right. according like to that. my information like sheet. You are also now. I'm making you an ambassador to Japan. All right. Hey, 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 Congratulations. Oh, up. <laughs> wow. Uh, so, no, Dana, sorry about that, by the way. Uh, no worries. <laughs> uh, so, do tell, uh, the collections continued after Camp Out for Hunger, um, and what can you tell us about that? Well, I mean, obviously, you guys were right. Um Leading up to Thanksgiving is the busiest time of the year, which is why we like to continue to do our campout donations for the extra two weeks after um, we close down the the on-site store. Um, And, you know, as usual... Our list, your listeners, our shoppers, they all come through um, for such a wonderful cause. Um, and we are now at a grand total of $875,000. That's, we are on the way to the big mill. So, so to, uh, to, to, spell all that out, uh, so we had 613000 all right, and then the total now is $875,000. That means another $262,000 was donated after the Camp wow. Out for Hunger was already yeah. over. Come on. Wow. That is correct. Oh, that's phenomenal. The amount of people oh. that will be fed and for the amount of time they will be fed because of that. Obviously, and I know you, you're in awe. Dana, as well, you said that the customers and the listeners of the President Steve Show and just in general, people at that point were make the decision, do I want to donate to this charity? Well, they did, and it's going to be feeding people throughout the rest of the year and then well into next year. Absolutely. I mean, this this money isn't just going to feed people for the holidays. It's going to feed them through the winter. And as we all know, it gets cold in, in Philadelphia yeah. and the surrounding suburbs. And people need it. They need to get off the streets and they need food. Wow. It's amazing. That's huge. Uh, this this partnership is so fantastic. Uh, dare I say a game changer, really. It, it, it absolutely is. And you know what makes it so wonderful, Dana, is that it really speaks to just the simple generosity of the individual. It really just, it, together with what you guys have been able to facilitate and, and make it work the way it does, it's the perfect union, um, you know, because, and the fact that it's through Acme, it's through the, 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 the market, it's through all of that, where people are thinking in that way anyway, it's so perfect. Absolutely. I mean, we are Philly, just like you guys are Philly. And, you know, we just want to take care of our neighbors. And this is, this is the best way we can do it. And, 
to your point, that pin pad has made things so much better. Um, and we just continue to raise so much more money by using that pin pad. It's, it's, it's so easy. It's so. genius. It's Excellent. absolute genius. We yeah. love it. Thank you so much, Shannon. That's wonderful news. We will, we will continue to share that with everyone so they are aware of uh, what a great uh, partnership this is with Acme Markets and uh, how much you guys uh, appreciate the area uh, and how much the listeners uh, chip in to help. It's it's wonderful. So thank you, Dana. We appreciate that. You're welcome. And good luck with your pants. Yeah, please. Yeah, yeah, Congratulations yeah, yeah. on that as well. <laughs> All right, Dana. Well, you know how it's going. All right, good luck with everything. Uh, that's huge. So uh, to, to add even another number to that, that means that the new monetary total for 2022 is one million three hundred forty thousand two hundred fifty four dollars uh, going to fill abundance, yeah, and Preston, that's in addition to the two point eight million pounds of food. So I'm sorry, can you give the figure uh, donated after campout ended just at Acme that you yeah two hundred sixty two thousand dollars? That is unbelievable. Yeah, that's between, a remarkable amount of money. Yeah, so uh, thank you guys, thank you everyone who went by Acme and participated. That's wonderful news. You know the funny thing is that I'm a part of that. We're, Me yeah, too. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I, I go every. That's I, where I donate. I hit the button every yep. time. Yep. It's easy to do. Yeah. It's very, very easy to do. Wonderful. All right. With that, uh, we're going to take a break. We're going to come back in a moment. Don't forget, uh, Brian Johnson from ACDC is joining us. Uh, but you know what? Who is here today? Now, uh, we have our friends with the uh, Fireside Bar and Grill. Uh, Casey's going to be there tomorrow night for the Bud Light Thursday night kickoff. Would you like a $25 gift card? Yeah! Be caller number 12 at 215-263-WMMR. They're an ambler. All right? You can find them on Bethlehem Pike. And Casey will be there tomorrow for 7 to 9. Stop by because you can win a pair of tickets to watch the Eagles play New Orleans uh, Saints on New Year's Day. A signed Boston Scott helmet, uh, courtesy of Bud Light, and other swag as well. Click events at WMMR.com for details. We'll call number 12. We'll set you up, and we'll be back in. Cho- it faded out again, faded Casey. Out again. Okay. So we'll do <laughs> Our new system, we're working on it. So we'll come back in just a moment. Stay with us. 93.3 WMMR presents Preston and Steve's Christmas Miracle. The Miller Lite Ugly Sweater Edition. Wednesday, December 21st at the Excite Center inside Parks Casino in Ben Salem. At stake, some of the coolest prizes, gadgets, and gifts from our winter wonderland of clients and sponsors. Including Adventure Aquarium, Nebraska Brazilian Steakhouse, and Stephen Ear Jewelers. Want to be a part of the studio audience? Check WMMR.com for details. And don't forget to dress to, um, impress. Our judges will pick their favorite ugly sweater to score great prizes from Miller Lite. Preston and Steve's Christmas Miracle. Oh, it's a Christmas Miracle! 93.3 WMMR. Everything that rocks your holidays. We're going to be talking to Brian Johnson of ACDC in about 30, 40 minutes or so, which is really cool. Looking forward to that. I've yeah. never seen ACDC live. Mm-hmm. I got to... That's... I have not. Uh, yeah, though I've loved them for years. I saw them at the Spectrum one time. It was great. So there, quick story, and then we're going to talk about some other things. But um, when I was a kid, and this was probably, I was probably in like, you know, eighth grade or something like that. I wasn't old enough to go to concerts on my own, and ACDC was coming to town. It was uh, um, uh, for those about to rock tour. Yes. You know, wow. Amazing album. Yeah. So I wasn't going to the show. Um, but, uh, a friend of mine's older brother was. And so I had asked him if he would buy me a shirt, which was right. a big deal getting a concert oh, shirt yeah. back in the day. Oh yeah. I wanted an ACDC concert t-shirt. He came back after the show and told me, dude, they sold out of them. I couldn't get you one. I was like, oh, man, bummer. And it was around this time of year. So Christmas rolls around and I get, my, uh, for Christmas, I get an ACDC t-shirt right. from my mom 
and she told me that she had told the brother of my friend <laughs> to not get me a shirt because they had already gotten me one for Christmas. Uh, and I'm like, what the? It was a concert shirt. It wasn't yeah. just an ACDC shirt. Right. It was from the, the concert. concert. I hate you so I hate, much. I, I disavow any relationship I'm to this family. I'm not your son. It pissed me off. Yeah. I'll be honest. My mom didn't understand the I, concert I know. thing. I know. I hope you open hand hit her. I did not yeah. open oh, hand God. hit her. <laughs> I hate you. I hate you more than anything in this damn world. <laughs> <laughs> This was a guy who was reading some sort of uh, dreams. Dream. Okay. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, oh no, there were texts or something yeah, yeah, like that. Yeah, that was yeah. it. I hate you. I hate you more than anything in this damn world. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, uh, you're all good um, now, though, right? Yeah, I still would like it for those about to rock T-shirt. I should see. I, you know, I should get one. I should, yeah. get, I should get myself. Not, I should treat myself. You could probably get a. a you could probably find an authentic concert shirt from that tour if you really wanted it. I don't. Yeah, yeah. I, those are crazy expensive. Yeah. I have looked at those. Right. Like I remember looking at at because I have a really cool one of my absolute favorite shirts is a um, Police Ghost in the Machine 1982 tour shirt, but it's a recreation. It's, it's not, a mock. Yeah. yeah. Oh. <laughs> it's a recreation or a mock. Yeah. yeah. Um, but, uh, uh, I, I, I went looking for it and found the, the actual ones from the tour. They were ridiculously expensive. Well. So I found a, a replica and it's great and right. I love it. So that'll work fine. So I'll have to find out for those about to rock, um, replica. Yeah. I saw ECDC in, uh, in 2000, uh, at the Spectrum. It was a great show. I just started working at MMR. So I was in the promotions department at the time and I was, and, uh, a few people on the promotions department, we were able to get tickets and they passed out, uh, light up devil horns to everybody in the audience. <laughs> So there was a moment in the night where you know everybody had these light up red devil horns. It was it was really cool. Uh, but I remember at being at that show because I'd never seen the ACDC before. I don't think I've seen them since. Uh, and I was like, I can't believe this is a job that people go <laughs> get to do and, and go see bands like this. Yeah. It was it was a really fantastic show. And I, I miss shows at the Spectrum. I, you know that building was not great with like uh, bathroom access and things like that. But it was a great place to see shows. Oh right? yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I will right, we'll talk to uh, Brian later on this morning. Oh. I won't bring up the T-shirt thing to him. Ask him for one. He wants to talk about. I mean, maybe I could. talking about. Yeah, <laughs> keep going on about his shirt. <laughs> well, maybe maybe he could get me a shirt. Well, let's see. Well, you're not gonna make mistakes. So can we move on? Um. So, uh, I guess I noticed a couple things oh, yeah, that, that I thought were worth uh, bringing up to you guys this morning. The back. Yeah. He's been noticing things. He was down. He was sick. He had extra time to notice. And Wait now. Till you what he noticed. All right, this first thing that I noticed is it's taking the robot AI thing to a terrifying new level. It was already at a terrifying level. Steve, listen to this. Engineers say they have invented a robot capable of building almost anything, including new versions of itself. Yes. Uh, So uh, replicating, able to replicate. The self-replicating robot was developed by a team from MIT who claimed the robot could practically and economically assemble anything from a vehicle to a building. Uh, They said it could build a structure or it could build another robot of the same size or it could build a bigger robot. Of course it would. Using artificial intelligence. (sighs) 
Mm-hmm. The robot is able to figure out compl- complex tasks and organize swarms of bots. Oh. I don't like that word. Swarms are not Why? good. Needed to build a structure without them getting in each other's So way. what they're thinking of is so where you would have, you could literally, you know, you see workers up on scaffolding high. You could send up robots to do all this stuff. I got it. I got it. Right. However, as we said countless times before, this has been the foundation of so many apocalyptic science fiction stories. Mm-hmm. And we had yesterday, Preston, when you were doing the Webster's word list, I forget what word was on, sentient, I think it was. Um, <clears throat> and there was that uh, that uh, software developer who, who um, exposed that one of his own creations had become self-aware mm-hmm. and was basically acting like an eight-year-old. Yeah. Yep, it's pretty terrifying. And by the way, with robotics and all, and I understand, and they're really cool and, and necessary for some things, but at, at some point, you know, I, so, some of the robots are taking away jobs from human beings. And that's I a mean, big issue. People, there are people who have to fix the robots, maintain yeah. them, and operate them, but they can also take a robot that will do the job of five or ten people. Yes. You know what I mean? Yeah, like VCR repair. And uh, and even, you know, these uh, autonomous delivery vehicles and things like well, that. that still takes You're away talking jobs. about people losing uh, their jobs. And, uh, and, and, and I'm fascinated in one sense, and then the other one, I'm like, well, hang on a minute here. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? They have designed a robot that will kill the people whining about losing their jobs. Oh, well, there you go. Okay. Less whining. So, yeah. <laughs> so, the system involves tiny identical subunits known as voxels. Which are essentially the... You can't see without his voxels. They are the volumetric equivalent of a 2D pixel. Yes. These voxels are able to transmit and receive both power and data from other voxels in order to build and operate. A paper detailing the research titled Self-Replicating wait, self Hierarchical Module Robot Swarms. <laughs> Swarm. was published in the scientific journal uh, Nature Communications Engineering. Now, a gentleman, Aaron Becker, an associate professor of electrical and computer ener- uh, engineering at the University of Houston, said, this is the first work I've seen that attacks the problem from a radically new perspective, using a raw set of robot parts to build a suite of robots Sweet. whose sizes are optimized to build the... Sweet! Dis- sweet! 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 Is is he also manning the uncontrollable hive of Killbot Project? Are optimized to build the desired structure and other robots as fast as possible. No, no, <laughs> I know. Uh, there again, there is actually real world incredible applications to a lot of this stuff. Sure, but t- show me anybody who can take a look at that Boston Dynamics dog, especially the one where they mounted a machine gun on it. And uh, say, ooh, that looks fun. There was, uh, I also saw a story out of, I think it was out of San Francisco, where the, uh, it might be the the San Francisco PD, I'm not sure, uh, have, uh, they have okayed uh, uh, the use of weapons on robots. Oh. Uh, Francisco, that's fun to say. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) Now, those are like drones. They'll be manned. Yes, yes. uh, But but they want to put, they want want to be able to put weapons on them. Wasn't it Chicago that had an issue? And I think they voted it down where they were going to take those probe robots that are on on like the, the, the tracks that go into a, a crime scene or a hostage situation, mm-hmm. they were going to mount a shotgun on something like yeah, that. Maybe, yeah, and yeah. they voted to not do that. Yeah, well, these guys have given the go-ahead. Yeah, why not? So, well, yeah. 
We'll see how that goes. And I understand taking officers out of... It's my favorite uh, town. It's got tons of poop and kill box. Uh, <laughs> okay. If Tony's you, back. That's yeah. right, man. It's Tony the best better. hope for the future. Um, It'll stop you from pooping if you know you'll be taken out by a kill box. <laughs> But uh, I understand uh, taking officers out of harm's way, but just, you know, guns, robots, wow, uh, AI, all of that stuff put together. They're already using drones that are, you know, in, in, in faraway lands that are equipped with all sorts of bad things. Yeah, so, all right, well, anyhow, they now have the self replicating robot awesome. with artificial intelligence. Uh, the fact that it can build something bigger than itself, I think, is tremendous. We're, we're so it can the, build its own Luca Brasi. We're on the way to the <laughs> Matrix, gang. That's where we're headed. All right, let's see what else we noticed there. Uh, so, Jeep has launched a contest name uh, for one of its upcoming electric SUVs. So, uh, how... Soon before GP McJeep face is the uh, number one yeah, entry. Right. Uh, it's pretty much standard yeah, now yeah, yeah. when they're naming anything to do the Mc, uh, <laughs> McFace thing. I have a question about uh, Jeep owners, but um, maybe I can ask it at the end of the story. Right. Okay, well, you've got a few of them here. We, right. I have one, uh, Casey and uh, Marissa. Marissa. So, uh, Jeepies. You know, yeah, when go you, ahead and ask it. When you talk about uh, it's a Jeep thing you wouldn't understand, I was I was uh, on the Blue Route yesterday and I was uh, behind two Jeep Grand Cherokees. And I was thinking, are they excluded from it's a Jeep thing you wouldn't understand yes. because they're not yes. driving Wranglers? Yeah. yeah. All right, so it's really, it's a Wrangler thing you wouldn't understand. Well, yeah. uh, well, there's Wranglers and Rubicons and other ones. So, so right. those, the, the, the Cherokee, is a is an SUV right of types. Uh, the Jeep is a different type of vehicle. Yeah, Jeep I mean, I, but I think of like a classic Jeep. I think of the yeah. Army Jeep, the Wrangler, the, the Rubicon, or whatever. Yeah. Um, but that's sort of its own little subset within the Jeep. Like the world. only yeah. Jeeps that get the Jeep wave right. are, are Wranglers, are Wranglers. Okay. Unlimited, and and actually the uh, the, the Gladiators. There's, are but there's Rubicon. a few other yeah. under the Jeep name. You know, yeah. the brand. If name. it looks like a Jeep. Jeep right. cracks like a Jeep. Yeah, no, if it's got like that Jeep grill, you know, that by you the way, get the Jeep wave. Do you know you sp- mentioned that? Do you know the Jeep duck thing? Yeah. No, I do not. I got ducked. Did you get ducked? <clears throat> I've not gotten ducked yet. Is that getting pants? I'll, I'll explain in a second. Have you gotten ducked? Do you even know what that is? No. Okay. All right. So the gladiators apparently are not part of the duck. Okay. So it's customary. Uh if you are a Jeep owner right. and you see someone else's Jeep parked somewhere, is to leave a little uh, uh, rubber duck. Uh, huh. Wait, wait, why? It, I don't know. I don't know the origin. Do you keep, do you keep rubber ducks in your car? We don't, uh, but I we do. have them at home. Do you? I, I need to put some in the Jeep. So we gave uh, for Chuck's birthday, uh, I think it was this year or last year, we gave him a whole bunch of uh, huh. rubber ducks because he's a, G- a Jeep owner. All right, so, but he's a, but he's a Wrangler owner. Like, and, yeah. and I'm, I'm an outsider looking in. So no, I'm you, not trying in that to... case, you smear a diaper on no, the no, side no, of the No, no, I'm not trying to split hairs here, but like, it, can you be in a Jeep club if you drive Grand Cherokee? Now, that I don't know. Yeah. I don't think so. I think it's pretty exclusive okay. to that Jeep. What we know yeah, is just yeah. when you say a Jeep, not a Jeep Cherokee or Jeep, you know, those uh, the yeah. other, you know, uh, versions. Did Jeep also make an Eagle? Was that way back in the day? Kaka. The AMC Eagle? Nah, that's what I'm thinking of. Yeah. All right, anyway. You and I are in the Rolls-Royce Club, Preston, and we, we if you come across another Rolls-Royce, you leave a little corgi uh, on the uh, car. It's Hang on a second. Delightful. Here. So Mike is a uh, wants to say something about Jeep owners. Hi, uh, Mike, morning. Good morning, It. Good, Good morning, morning it. it. What's up, buddy? Hey, man. Um, the Jeep... Cherokees are 100% included with Jeeps. Keep Cherokees are 100% they are included? Treated, they are treated the exact same as, like, a Wrangler, man. They're oh, wait, I give you a Jeep wave, then? Is that what you're saying? When I, when you're driving in the opposite direction and I, I see a Cherokee coming at me, I give it a Jeep wave? You you 100% can. Huh. Are you a Cherokee owner? 
I am a uh, TJ owner, a uh, Wrangler. Okay. Yeah, you know, went to Rubicon. All right. So I, he's I'm got. Just, I'm learning. You know, I didn't. I, I didn't. I've never heard about the I dunk thing. I was. I didn't. I didn't think that because like, I don't wave to the SUVs. Yeah, mm-hmm. me neither. Yeah, so, like the Patriots, I wouldn't. Because they're they're not really capable like off roaders. Here we go. And like every dude, this, is like, this is like racism uh-huh. at its best, right? It's like everybody like needs to feel superior. You, you pick you know? the level of racism yeah. you're comfortable so, with. Yeah. So look, like I don't like it either. But I mean, like it's kind of like the Harley guys. Yeah. They won't do the bike wave to yeah. like anybody who's on like a Honda. Right. That's not right. true. I've gotten I've gotten waves from on my on my Vespa from Harley riders. From Harley riders. Yes. <laughs> Like like That's weekend awesome, Harley bro. riders or you know like know. like Bill Weston types. Yeah, mm-hmm. when you go to bike rally, yeah, a, a little cr- cream sickle colored <laughs> yeah. moped. When I got to, when I went to Sturgis. Sturgis. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, thank you, Mike. We'll take that into consideration. I appreciate it, man. Uh, hang on a second. Let me go to uh, another Mike. Yo, Mike. Good morning. Hey. Good morning. I sort of bother your work. Now what's up, buddy? Hey, uh, I am a Jeep Renegade driver which is not the same body type as you all, and uh, belong to a user group on Facebook for our type, and we've been ducked. You have been You've ducked. You've been ducked. Okay. Yeah, well, I mean, I have not personally been ducked, but oh. this this body type has been ducked. Some in that but community. Now, but y'all don't wave to us because you're too cool. Okay. <laughs> Mike, do you, keep, uh, do you keep ducks in your vehicle? No, nah, no, I don't. Um, it's, again, we're like the, uh, sorry, we're like the bastards. Son of the of the Jeep family, so All right. uh, yep. it's a tough one. You're the Fredo of the All Jeep right. family. Yeah. All yeah. right, thank you, Mike. Yeah. By the way, a bunch exactly. a bunch of texts come calling in saying the Mike before was wrong. Yeah, uh, it, like this says Cherokees are included in the Jeep clubs, but don't you don't wave. Okay. All right. Okay. So you can go to like a charity event like Camp Out for Hunger if you yeah. drive a Cherokee if you're in the Jeep club. Yes. Mm-hmm. But you're not going to, you're not really. You're not going to get ducked and you're not going to get waved to on, on the reg. Yeah, you've got to right. keep it real. Yeah. Know I, your place. And uh, press off. I have, I'm going to have to duck you. Oh, no, although you do it like an Duck your brains out. <laughs> duck you so hard. Yeah, I don't yeah. Think, I think. I got ducked my first weekend. Duck you so hard. Yeah. I like the duck thing. I think that's cool. I think yeah. it's cute. Yeah. Yes. But I would. I think you should let like a stranger do it. I don't some, think it should be your friends. Some yeah, people are texting and saying the duck thing is stupid. I think it's cute. Oh, that's I fine. like it. What yeah. about leaving uh, cold cuts? Yeah. I don't know who ducked me. I can no. only assume that it was uh, either one of my neighbors on the street or maybe Chuck came over. Or Santa Claus. Well, you remember Santa for a while in my neighborhood, I told you people were cheese. Oh, that's right. Cheese. Yeah. Not cold cuts, but they were throwing. <laughs> and that can ruin the paint. Slices of cheese. I don't think it ruins it. It's just difficult yeah. to get it off. Uh, anyway, um, so back to the fact that they're having this naming contest. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so uh, Jeep unveiled two concept vehicles in September that uh, preview vehicles that are going to go on sale in 2024, in the, for the model year anyway. Uh, the Recon is a Wrangler-inspired off-road vehicle, while the Wagoneer S is a street-smart performance SUV slated to debut with a 600-horsepower powertrain and a driving range of 400 miles between charges. However... While it has been positioned to be part of Jeep's new Wagoneer sub-brand, which currently includes the full-size Wagoneer and Grand Wagoneer, the S name is just a placeholder. So the Wagoneer S is not going to be its final name. And now Jeep is asking for fans for suggestions on what to replace it with in an online contest. And the winner will get a week-long vacation for four uh, to Jackson Hole Mountain Resort in Wyoming worth $40,000. Submissions are limited to 50 characters or less. And the contest is only open to U.S. residents, uh, age limit of 18. 
Uh, there are some restrictions depending on what state you're in. Is the S class you said? Uh, S class, yes. So how about the Swunt? Uh, no, well, the Wagoneer no? Swunt. Uh, so entries will be accepted through December second. So you got Ooh. just a couple more days. I need to see a picture of this so I can get some inspiration. Yeah. Okay. You're, uh, you're a visual person. Yeah. Don't wait till the last minute. If more than one person suggests the same name, whoever was first to enter, okay, will be the winner. How about for that. Mother Ducker? Mother Ducker. I like that. Okay. Do you guys see these the the Grand Wagoneers? They're I like have hundred thousand dollar cars. What? Is that what they are? Yes. Wow, dude. Yeah. For for. Uh... Vehicle like that? Yeah, I like I mean, the look it, of them, though. Uh, they do look good, and I guess maybe they're trying to compete with, like, the Range Rover or something, uh, okay. you know? Like, you know, real luxury yeah. wonder, SUV. No wonder Wrangler owners aren't, aren't waving at them. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they're not allowed to. They're like, don't look at me. Uh, please look in the other direction. $100,000. It's, and, and that's some... Larger SUVs, man, they're yeah. they're going for that much money. It's yeah. un- if you would if you would like you know twenty five years ago, if you would have said that SUVs are going for a hundred grand, and they weren't a Range Rover, right, or you know some you know Rolls Royce massive rollout of some uh, type of a luxury SUV you get into the upper tier cars, away. yes, the regular you know the ones that you know that you would figure would yeah. be in that range, not these vehicles. before like the early nineties. You know SUVs were considered like blue collar, yeah. not high class vehicles at all. Like, and, and there was a, a switch that was made. Uh, I remember being in college and people started like driving these that had money, and you're like, wait a minute, this is uh, I thought that this was you know people that were rich didn't drive SUVs, and then the entire ethos changed. They're they're, they're loaded. Now. Yeah, I mean. They, like the, the F-150s, oh right? God, yeah. I mean, they're just a crazy elaborate. Mm. Somebody texted and said, the fact that Chuck hasn't started his own rubber ducky company called Chuck's Ducks yeah. is a bit disappointing. It is. Yeah, so maybe you get started on that. Chuck's right in the other room right there. All right, uh, let's see. I noticed some other things. You noticed, you noticed other things. Yes. <laughs> Uh, all right, let's see. You had mentioned uh, motorcycles. Yes. Um, and uh, Sturgis and all this stuff. Well... The number of organ donations and organ transplants hmm. goes up markedly during large motorcycle rallies. Really? According to a newly published analysis led by researchers at Harvard Medical School and Mass General. So bikers tend to want to donate their organs? The research shows that in the regions where the seven largest motorcycle rallies were held through the U.S. between 2005 and 2021, there was a 21% more organ donors per day on average and 26 more transplant recipients per day on average during these events compared with days just before and after the rallies. Steve, not signing up, yeah, but I mean donating. donating. Yeah, yeah. So, so people who needed their organs harvested. That's wild. Uh, so large-scale motorcycle rallies attract hundreds of thousands of attendees, and previous studies have shown that these events are accompanied by increases in traumatic injuries and deaths from motor vehicle crashes. So that's it. Okay. Yeah. I'd like <clears throat> to see the figures on that and, and where this is happening, because it's not reported on, right? Like, they don't, you know, Sturgis happens every year, and it's not like, oh, you know, Sturgis just ended. And listen, and, if you're in, if you need a kidney or whatever, right. you know, buy a Harley and head on out. Yeah, Put just you, hang out. Yeah, hang out around Sturgis. No, I'm just keeping my eyes out. All right, Casey. So here you go. During the days on which rallies were held, there were 406 organ donors and 1,400 transplant recipients in regions near the events. Wow. During the four weeks before and after the rallies, <laughs> there were. 2,332 organ donors and 7,714 transplant recipients in so those locations. that's got to be what Lungapalooza is about. Lungapalooza? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So they compared the dates of rallies with the dates before and after the rallies to rule out the influence of other factors not related to bike rallies. 
Uh, the researchers also compared figures uh, from the rally locations with other regions not affected by the rallies and then looked at trends in the rally regions at other times of the year. So w- the increase in potential accidents or the increase in actual accidents ups the amount of available organs for donation. Yeah. But that also says that a lot of people who are uh, uh, bikers um, sign up to donate organs, They're which so is very generous. nice. Yes. Uh, so uh, a text message says, I work in orthopedic trauma, and we call them donor cycles. Donor cycles. Instead of motorcycles. Uh, a wow. few people are texting this in. No kidding. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it is you, dangerous. You, you do not have nearly as much protection if something happens, no matter whose fault it is. It's you, you're, you're taking a big, a bigger risk than being in a uh, a car. You remember Pat Croce's accident years ago? Oh my yeah. god! Yeah, it was just a freak accident. Yep. like a gas station. And they right. were just getting started. Yep. I mean, it doesn't take much. I mean, no. one of those things just falls on your leg, mm-hmm. and it, they're heavy. They're yeah. very heavy. Uh, you can have a, a really bad accident that way. But yeah, that messed him up for a long time. His rehab. Was extensive, extensive. Like yeah. his, I think his foot was just basically hanging off. Yeah, it was like in his boot. Awful. Yeah. Uh, so they also compared the demographic and clinical characteristics of the donors and the quality of organs donated during rally and non-rally times. They found no significant differences. Did they say that during Jeep rallies there is a market increase in breast augmentation? Price? Oh my wow. goodness! Yeah. Well, let's have a rally. <laughs> Uh, so, the key characteristics of transplant recipients, such as how long they had been waiting for an organ and how severe their illness was, was at the time of the transplant, were also similar whether there was a rally happening or not. This wow. finding, the researchers noted, indicates uh, that the increase in the number of organs available was not enough to relieve the critical shortage of donor organs that the nation faces, uh, even for a brief period. So, I just thought that was a weird yeah, stat yeah, I yeah. never heard of before. All right, we have time for one more. <laughs> yeah, okay. Or what? I, I there was a notice. Uh, notices that maybe has time for one more. But uh, the the noticer's assistant. <laughs> I noticed the call for There's you. A phone call. Yeah. All right. So little no, noticer. Uh, let me go to Murph. <laughs> Hi, Murph. Good morning. Good morning. How are you? Great. What's up, Murph? Uh, not much. I just wanted to let you know that uh, I rode my motorcycle to the Sturgis rally uh, this year. Uh, and if you check the website every morning of the rally, one of the first things at the top of the website page was the number of deaths the day before due to motorcycle crashes. Oh, no wow. kidding. Wow. And what, yep. I mean, on average, how many a day? Uh, I think the highest number that they had in a day was like six. Wow. So oh, let God. me ask you, are, uh, uh, are these mostly just bikes that are, that are you know, that are spinning out or, or are, there, are there collisions with other vehicles? What, what collisions are with other vehicles and motorcycles that lost control and went off the road. Oh, wow. So nice. it was a, a combination of, of things. Uh, I went uh, before the... Uh, before the pandemic, so I guess like five years ago, uh, uh, again by myself, uh, and one of the people that I was camping with, he lost control and went down a 100-foot embankment. Oh, my man. Um, thank, thank goodness he didn't die, uh, but he was really effed up for quite a while. How many people were standing around him waiting to get some organs? <laughs> uh Interesting. All right, thanks. I had no idea. Appreciate no it, idea. Yeah, you know what? It it stands to reason. Yeah, but I don't ever remember hearing about no. you know the mm-hmm. fact that there's a, a a fair number of uh, fatalities or or uh, near fatalities. Listen, I love motorcycles. I, when I uh, years ago, and I would you know uh, ride them occasionally. Loved it. 
However, out on the open road, the notion that you don't have that protection around you, at least some sort of frame or something, is uh, I don't trust people when I'm in a car. I was a dirt bike guy yeah. uh, when I was a kid. I had a, a few different ones and, and rode a lot. Uh, but I never really have been fascinated by street right. bikes. Yeah. I don't know why. I, n- I never got the bug. Uh, but it's, it, and I have. Wind in uh, your face, open road. <laughs> I have driven them a couple of times, and I just feel too exposed. Uh, out yeah. amongst uh, the cars, you know right, what I mean? Yeah, it's just it feels really, really dangerous. But some people, absolutely, it's what they live for. It's, Get out on the mountain road, they're free. Find a nice roadside soup stand. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> they do it like uh, instead of a uh, like a bar crawl, they do a soup crawl. <laughs> yeah, soup, soup on a motorcycle. Crawl. Yeah. All right, uh, that's all we're noticing oh, for now, it? folks. Yep, yeah, that's all we have time for because goodbye. Bye bye. Because uh, we have Brian Johnson of ACDC coming on in about uh, roughly 15 minutes or so. Uh, so let's take a break, but not before we give away another gift card uh, from our friends and Casey's friends at Fireside uh, Bar and Grill. They brought by some great food this morning. Their pork sam- roast pork sandwiches. Oh, oh man. Yeah. Their chicken cutlet sandwiches. Oh, yeah. The hoagie tray. Oh, yeah. Their Fireside Famous Wings. Oh, yeah. All right, so uh, Casey's going to be there tomorrow. <laughs> Here's their commercial. <laughs> Tomorrow, they should just sell it that way. <laughs> Tomorrow night from 7 to 9, it is the Thursday night kickoff, and I have a $25 gift card. We'll take call oh, number, yeah. number 17 at 215-263-WMMR. It's hosted by uh, Casey and Bud Light, and you can score Eagles tickets and custom MMR Bud Light t-shirts, signed Eagles merchandise, all courtesy of our friends at Bud Light. Click the events at WMMR.com for details. We'll be back in a second. Brian Johnson, when we return. Are happy to pass along the results of Camp Out for Hunger. You raised over 2.8 million pounds of food. Oh 2.8 million? A half million pounds more than last year. Money raised going to fill abundance. $1,078,254. That's astonishing. And a reminder, you can still donate at your local Acme. Yes, everyone stepped up in incredible fashion. Absolutely. (laughs) Camp Out for Hunger would not be possible without the generosity of you and our partners. Event Equip, Philly Photo and Film, Town Square Rentals, Pods, Moving and Storage, Bowder Audio, and Newman University Videography. Preston and Steve's Camp Out for Hunger. Powered in part by Beanbow Bakeries USA, Pepsi, Duncan, and Stauffer. 93.3 WMMR. Putting Philly first. Our next guest is on the line. Uh, he's got a new book out. I love this guy. He's great. We've had a chance to speak to him before, and it's just a great conversation. Uh, it is called The Lives of Brian, and it's his story. Yes. It's about him. Please welcome Mr. Brian Johnson yeah. to the program this morning. Brian, good morning to you, sir. Hey, listen, congratulations. 64 years is a rock station. Boy, you guys are the best. <laughs> well, thank, <laughs> thank you, you. Yeah. Been, been around for a while. Hey, listen. Speaking speaking of ages, I have a quick story I want to tell you, Brian, because you'll love this. I was uh, this was a few years ago. I was in the car with my mom. My mom is like eighty years old at the time. I'm driving. Um, that song that I was just playing for those about to rock uh, came on, and I had it kind of somewhat turned up. And we were talking, so I reach over and I, and I turn it down a little bit for. Her, and my mom, without pausing for a second, eighty years old. 
reaches over and turns it back up. <laughs> and I'm just, you know, she, she loves you guys. And I, I just thought it was such a great moment right there. But, um, yeah, man, uh, congrats, congratulations on the book. And um, well, thank you. I've not had a chance to read it yet, but really, this is not focusing on ACDC. This is more uh, about you and eventually gets to you being in the band. Uh, am I correct yeah. about that? Well, you know, why I did it was a lot of people really didn't know. You know, they thought, I just got the job, and there's this new guy, and which really was not true. The, the adventures I had trying to get out of a, you know, a coal, ta- a coal village, you know, to get into music, you know, and it, it was a long and wonderful, exciting adventure to get up to that point where they thought that uh, I was good enough. I mean, there's even a chapter where me and Bon Scott met ah. in 1973, but we didn't know who he we, I didn't know who he was or him, me, but we played, you know, his band supported my band in Torquay. Wow. And uh, he was touring from Australia with his band, and we got to know each other, but it wasn't until years later, and I went, that's the same guy. Wow. Uh, and so it was. There was some weird stuff like this going on, and uh, and some wonderful stories, you know, that we we just enjoyed together. Uh, Brian, do, do you cover it all? Because um, what I love asking uh, people, especially in the in the world of music, is what their first concert was uh, that they went to. Do you touch on any of your early days of going out to see live shows? Oh, absolutely. Uh, I remember the very first show I saw. And it was uh, a horrible little place called, you know, a, a little hall in Blade. <laughs> and it was sta- status quo. Status quo, okay, sure. And they were very young, and and, and they looked very angry because they were from <laughs> London, and somebody had booked them into this nasty little hall. Uh, but they went on stage anyway, and I couldn't believe it. They were, you know, they really rocked the joint anybody in but I'll never forget that show you know it's it's like the first show with ACDC I ever did it was just for me it was terrifying you know to uh, you know have this new album uh, to have all these songs that I hadn't sung before and it was a place in Belgium and, and there's a whole chapter on that and, and Namur and uh, it was just that feeling like you know Bon had only been gone four months or something, and I just knew his fans were going to win. And there were. But I stepped out on the stage, and there right in the middle of it all was Welcome Brian. Oh, a big sign. That's, That's fantastic. Yeah, yeah, I just got goosebumps in it, and then I think that was that when that photograph was taken, actually. And, wow. uh, and I just... Uh, you know the photograph on the front cover of the book. Where I'm really trying hard, and <laughs> <laughs> it's great. It's great. Well, you know what you are. Uh, you you've turned out to be. You know, uh, your your joining ACDC took the band to another level. Nobody could have seen that coming because it was such a juggernaut beforehand with Bond, and Bond was such a force. But one of the things I've been impressed with is um, your lyric writing. Um, and and the fact that you dove right in and wrote songs like "Back in Black" uh, right out, uh, from the get go, um, where did that uh, come from? Your ability to to write in prose and poems and things along those lines. 
Well, I don't know. I remember in the book it'll tell you as I was going to the Bahamas. You got to remember, I was I was working in a sh shop two weeks beforehand, and Malcolm came up to us and he said, "Hey, John, um, can you could you write the lyrics?" <laughs> I said, well, I'll give it a shot. <laughs> <laughs> and honestly, and it's like, you know, and the, when we got there, we knew we had to do this album quick, and Malcolm would give me a, 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 a pad of paper, a little cassette player with the rough of the song that they'd done. And the first one was Shunk Me All Night Long. Wow. wow. That's so and amazing. Night long. That's a long title. Yeah. And of course, the only thing I know about is cars. So what I wrote was, she was a fast machine. She kept the motor clean. She was the best damn woman that I ever seen. <laughs> <laughs> what an iconic line! Too. It's so great. This is the best. Speaking of cars, and speaking of your love for them. Uh, and I know your 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 collections and 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 the ones that you've owned have been and been pretty legendary. Is there one currently that sits in the Brian Johnson must get, must find, must own list? No, I must. I, I just got it. Um, I just got it. The 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 new Ford GT. Oh. Um, the uh, you you cannot buy them. You have to be invited to get them, which right. sounds kind of. Posh. Yeah, <laughs> but I, I was uh, I was in England uh, having uh, dinner with someone, and and uh, and somebody said that's Jim Farley. He's head of Ford. I went, get out of here. <laughs> he says, no, it is. So I went up. I says, hey, Jimmy, is there any chance of me getting a GT? And he said, well, I'll try me hardest, but when Ellie finished making them, but I'll be a, he, he, the next morning. I got a call from the from Detroit or something, and they said, yep, we'll build you one. Oh. And I, got the, I got the third last one built. So, yes, I'm absolutely... And it's brilliant, and it's American, and it's designed by Americans. The engine, it's everything's American on it, which is about time, because oh. the four GTs, you know, the GT40s, there were a lot of English stuff in there. Yeah. But, uh, yes, it's mine, and I'm proud. And the registration number... Is GT USA? Oh, wow. put that on. Yes, sir. yeah, that's awesome. <laughs> you know, there's a there's a, 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 a collection of rock stars that that uh, are in that uh, uh, car collecting uh, group. I know, like Sammy Hagar is a big one. Uh, uh, Neil Peart, who passed away a few years ago, collected cars as well. Are you friends with some rockers that share uh, this passion? Yes, sir. Mark Knopfler is a mm. very great friend of mine, and he has he was a a brilliant racer, Mark, and his collection of cars. Uh, you know, mainly he he has Alphas and Porsches, you know, Alfa Romeos from the old days, from the 30s and 40s, and uh, you know, and stuff like that. And he's a fascinating character because he's a, a bloody quick driver. <laughs> oh. I, go ahead. Sorry, uh, you know, it's just, uh, and uh, my old car's at 1929 Bentley, four and a half liter. Yeah, gorgeous, gorgeous vehicle. Um, I, I have to ask you, Brian, um, you know, you talk about coming from a blue-collar town and, and you know, and, and, and uh, you know, to, to be where you are now, um, you know, uh, it, it was, uh, was, did that seem sort of an improbable thing where, where when you, when you expressed desires towards becoming an entertainer was was that encouraged or was that looked down upon but it was from 
frowned upon. I mean, it, well, not frowned upon, it was just laughed at. I mean, there was a saying, the only way you could get out of a coal mine in town where we were it, it was if you were a good, good sportsman or if you were lucky enough to be uh, on stage, like, you know, and uh, that was the only way you could get out. It was pretty hopeless. Yeah. You know, you were a cannon, you were factory fodder, and that's what was told you, don't get any ideas above your station, you know, and all of this kind of stuff. And I'm afraid that's what it was like. So when I started, I remember the funniest thing of all was me dad, my father's an old sergeant major, and it's in the book, he caught me singing. <laughs> and he says, you like the sound of your own voice, do you? <laughs> <laughs> I said, Dad, I want to be a, I'd like to be a singer professionally. <laughs> he said, a singer, you? He said, listen, son, <laughs> there's only one singer in the world, and he's called Johnny Cash, and <laughs> John, Johnny Cash, and that was me putting me place. <laughs> wow. That's, that's hilarious. Uh, when you first began singing, uh, you know, because now your, your style is very distinctive. It's very raw. It's very, uh, uh, very powerful. Uh, but did you have a, a different take when you ga- began? Were you a little more soulful, a little more smooth? Well, if you listen to the early Geordie songs, there's a lot of people listening to them now because, you know, they suddenly realize we did some good songs. And uh, if you listen to Hangman, the movie uh, with Pacino in it, you'll hear a version of the House of the Rising Sun on it, which which I did uh, by Geordie. And a lot of people were stunned uh, when they heard me voice from... 1973 mm. and if you listen to it it's uh, it's quite amazing and the other one was on a t- tv series here which i've forgotten and it was a song called oh lord uh, written by our guitarist vic malcolm mm. but uh, house of the rising sun a lot of people read it as their favorite version so you should have oh. a listen to it absolutely okay and can you find well, the, uh, uh, gordy on uh, spotify and and streaming and uh, stuff like that yeah. Okay. Yes, yeah, you can get it on there, but it was the uh, the track that they used in Hangman. Okay. Oh, okay. Right. I will have to check that out. Uh, Brian, we're so happy for you. Uh, you're a great guy. I'm a huge fan, and and thanks for all the the, the great years of, of of music and touring and all this stuff you've done, and and excited about the book. Well. Appreciate it. Thank you so much, the pair of you, lads. And I'm sorry if it's snowing and cold there. <laughs> it's, it's rainy. It's yeah. all good. But thank you, Brian. Brian Johnson, guys. Yeah. book is The Lives of Brian. Uh, he's awesome, man. Yeah, I was just a real guy. You know who he's good friends with? It's um, uh, Craig... Um, Guess? No. Ruby. No. Shoemaker? Comedian. Shoemaker. Yes. Uh, they're really good friends. And Brewer is a... a is right? He's is he know. not related? I have no oh, idea. I don't know. I think there's some circuitous relationship. If you could look up Nick between, I'm almost positive. Uh, but I think it, there's a spot on impression. Anyhow, he's a dude I would love to hang out with. Yeah. And plus, you gotta love that Scottish accent. Yeah, it's, it's just <laughs> the best. You lads, how you doing? 
Uh, so, very cool. Uh, nice to spend a little bit of time uh, with Brian Johnson. But the book is called uh, Lives of Brian. I would like to uh, to check that out. Um, so, we got a few minutes uh, to sit and chit-chat a little bit. Do we want to ask uh, Romano over here what happened to her? It's, I think we could. I think it would get... I think people... When I explained what had happened, my, my wife nearly passed out. So... <laughs> I haven't to seen. To me, when you explain what happened yeah, yeah, to me, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> I haven't seen the uh, the damage here. Uh, it, it's pretty much it's like growing back okay. already. So, um, but it was. I have a picture of it. I can show it to you. I basically snapped uh, my nail oh my God. off. <laughs> there was which like, finger? Uh, the middle finger. Yeah. Of which hand? Uh, my right hand. Okay. Which I couldn't really use. Uh, I still can't use it as much because it just hurts so bad. It's still. Uh, is throbbing, um, but yeah, the the nail got caught in my boot, like as I was putting oh, the boot no. on. Yeah, and I I felt the nail obviously snap off. I screamed, but I, then I felt the nail in my shoe, like I was standing on it. Oh, and, and at that point, oh. my nails were were long. I had right. let them grow long. I cut since cut them short because I have one bum nail now. But um, yeah, I, I, it was. For something so small, oh I God. couldn't believe the pain yes. that it brought me. There are I've I've had a, a few occasions. So I have I've psoriasis, and psoriasis can affect your uh, your nails. Uh, it's um, there's the fungus, uh, not the fungus, but the uh, uh, the stuff, the plaque that happens can get underneath your nails. It makes your nails very very brittle. And it happens on my toenails and my my uh, hands as well. And uh, if I have let it grown out just a little bit, and if I like have it stub it or something like oh. that, yeah, yeah. The pain is absolutely enormous that comes from that. And you're thinking, and I have, one time I happened, this was not psoriasis related, but I had accidentally, I'd kicked something or uh, my, my pinky toe brushed up against something and it ripped uh, the nail off. Yeah. And my, my pinky toe is tiny. It's itty bitty. Doesn't matter. But the concentrated amount of pain yeah. in that tiny little bitty area uh-huh. is excruciating. I had to, I had to take Advil. Like, I, I, you lost hurting. the whole nail. I, uh, it, I would say probably two thirds of it. Wow. Um, now, fortunately, my nails grow so fast, so it. it but it's still really sore. You, I cut them all down, okay, Steve. Okay. So it was the middle one. Okay. So, so when when that happens, and also what you don't think about is that it's it's tearing out of the well, sides as well. Well, so mm-hmm. what it was, what was the worst part was like the underneath. So like the nail came up off of. You know, like what's underneath. So, mm-hmm. so all that like tender skin mm-hmm. was exposed, and like the and then the aftermath. It's like a fresh burn. Like each time I, I, you know, hit it on something, not even hard, just tapped it on something, or yeah. every time for whatever Any reason, That's every why... time I opened the refrigerator door, I would, I would hit it, and I was like, oh, mother. <laughs> Did you put it in any sort of bandage? I or? Could, so I, I ran it under the water, and it hurt so bad. Oh, I yeah. couldn't even do it. I was like, I'll deal with, like, whatever afterwards. I couldn't put it under the water. I wrapped it. I was by myself. So Did you course, sleep with your middle finger elevated? <laughs> well, I was like, I'm, I think I might pass out. Just in bed with the, flipping the constant bird. Well, I mean, yeah, I, I had to wrap it. And, yeah, and yeah I mean, it was, it was a little uh, elevated, I would say. Yeah. Well, I uh, guess there's a reason that a torture technique is ripping out people's fingernails because... And, and bamboo shoots under the nails? The yeah. whole damn thing. Yeah, mm-hmm. it, it's it's excruciating. And, like, the feeling, even with the Band-Aid on, I could feel... So this was also a terrible part of it. I could feel the, like, chunk of skin hanging off. So it was like, it had this been 
elsewhere and not on my nail, I think I would have needed stitches. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. it was so deep and, like, yeah. it was just a chunk. Like, the tip of my finger was basically hanging off. <laughs> and the thought of, like, what was going on, I was like, this is making me sick. Yeah, Claire was getting lazy while I was uh-huh. By the way, we'll take calls on uh, the, the tiniest, itty-bitty, little <laughs> injury... That just hurt like, like you know, like to the nth degree. You figure you get your arm ripped off, that's going to hurt, yeah, right? right? Hurt. Why is it that these small <laughs> things, like a fingernail, a paper cut, yes. why do they uh-huh. hurt like a mother effort? So bad. Why do we still have toenails at this point? Like, you know, I, I, just to look cool. Fingernails I, have a bit of utility to them, and, and you can yeah. scratch stuff or whatever. Toenails, you know, Preston, I had a um, similar thing happen to not my pinky toe, but the next one up, I guess, your ring pinky or whatever. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> your ring toe. Middle pinky. Um, uh, not the middle toe, the, the guy to the left. Yeah. Okay. On my left. Gus. Okay. Uh, Gus. Your ring toe. Gus, my ring toe. <laughs> and uh, it, it was just awful. And I looked down at my toes and I'm like, I, I don't want these nails anymore. Get rid of them. You just had an interesting point I've never thought about before. Okay, so we have five digits on our hands. We have five digits on our toes. I've never once... Thought of my big toe as a thumb, right? I think of it as more as a pointer. It's a penis. It's the penis. <laughs> He's the general. But but no, if you but yeah. if we lay them out, yeah, you know, it would be the thumb would be equivalent to where your big toe is. But the thumb, which is the one that goes know, to market. I know it's opposable and everything, but still, and it's, and it's the biggest one, yeah. like your big toe. I had a friend like, but you. I think of my big toe as my pointer. Toe. <laughs> this guy could almost grip stuff with his toes. It was like yeah, like, 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 like a simian, like a, a gelfling yeah. Yeah. Uh, from legend. Like it was just it, there. He could like swing from trees and stuff. <laughs> um, yeah, and you also do have a good point. And I never thought about that. Why? Why? Why toenails? I know why. The 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 we we have fingernails and and we do use them to to pull things apart or to open things or whatever uh, to grip stuff. So when you you clip your toenails, you have something to braid into your ear hair. Oh, okay. Oh, Okay, it's ornamental. Yeah, it's ornamental. Okay, I didn't yeah. even think about that. I was thinking more practical, but I, then we can't forget the ornamental side of things. I hate trimming my toenails. I, uh, I'm sorry. I, really? I, don't want, yeah. I actually like it. Uh, it makes my aside, socks look better. Pedicure man, too. <laughs> you got to set aside you. time for it, and you're like sitting there, you know, hovering above the toilet or wherever. Oh, oh no, I, I do it in the bidet. Yeah. Pain in the ass. Yeah. All right, uh, so let me go to some uh, callers here. We're talking about a tiny, itty-bitty little thing that is insanely painful. Uh, and I'm going to go to Michelle. Hi, Michelle. Good morning. Gadzooks. Michelle, what's up? I just want to tell a story. I used to work in a deli, and the lunch meat I had on the slicer was so long, it was past the slicer, so I had my hand kind of wrapped around oh, it. Oh, I'm already getting nervous. Okay. <laughs> right. So I, my hand had slipped down the meat, and I fed the top half of my finger oh. literally oh my to the slider. So you, 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 you sliced... Oh my you God. sliced your fingernail off? Oh, the whole thing, yeah. The, the fingernail? And it was so bad when I got to the hospital, they, they, there was no skin to stitch. So it was an open wound until it healed. So oh. you, you sliced your, your, the entire <gasps> end of your finger off or just the fingernail? No, no, no. Like the tip from the tip. To my first knuckle. Oh, okay. That's yeah, a little bigger. Cool. Yeah. That's a that's a big cut. Yeah. But that's yeah, horrible. Yeah, it was pretty brutal. By but the, two but, days later, I had to go to a funeral at my my grandfather had passed, and my uncle's a Catholic priest, so we had it at the church. And I, my family was going outside, you know, for some fresh air. And I'm walking by, and this group of nuns grabs me by the arm. They're like, "Oh, you're Jerry's niece," and grab my finger. <laughs> 
Okay. No. And no. what am I supposed to do in a church? I'm not going to, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. So I politely, aggravatedly, in tears, to get the off my finger. Yeah. Oh, my God. All right. I thought you were going to say they took the fingertip and you buried it in the yeah. casket. Yeah. Right yeah. Body, so. uh, all right. Thank you, Michelle. That's horrible. Slicers, like deli meat slicers, uh, yeah. make me nervous. So yeah. occasionally. Just even looking at them. It doesn't, it's not pain, but it, it makes my spine, like, Go run cold when I, if I'm shaving or moving a razor and it catches my yeah, nail. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, I know what you're talking about. It's like oh, yeah. I and that's not, it doesn't hurt. It doesn't hurt. But it just yeah. is. I sliced yeah. off a small point of my my Kathy. You can still see see the scar on my pointer finger. Smell that. Oh, in yeah. The, yeah, smell this. <laughs> Put it in your mouth. Suck <laughs> on this for like five minutes. Yeah. Uh, I was making a turkey sandwich and uh, sliced it right off. And it's there's nothing you can do. Yeah. You can't put it back on. No. You, they're you, they're not going to airlift you yeah, for you. Right? Yeah. Uh, our index finger man, uh, <laughs> the best index man from Zurich is in town. Right. All right. Let me go. Scott. Scott has a story of uh, perspective. Hi, uh, Scott. Good morning. Good morning. How is everybody today? Wonderful, buddy. What's up? Hey, real quick story. My father uh, was in law enforcement for 43 years. And uh, I'm originally from Tennessee. That's where he lives. He's retired now. But I called him one day, and he said, uh, I said, what's going on? He said, uh, let me tell you something. He's like, when I was seven, my father was shot in both legs. And I was yanked out of bed in the middle of the night, sent to the hospital, see how he's doing. Make a long story short, he was hit by an oncoming car, has a stainless steel plate in his arm. And when I called him a couple years ago, he said, you know what? I got up. Went to the bathroom in the middle of the night, stubbed my big toe. He said, I've been shot in both legs. I've been hit by a car. He said, but that takes the cake. He said, I laid in bed for a couple of hours. Couldn't take it anymore. He got up, went to the emergency room. Wow. And what do you do, honestly? With the toe, what do they do? They don't... They don't put a no, cast on your toe. Didn't do anything. Yeah. It, just amazed, it just amazed me that, you know, he went through Vietnam. He went through 43 years of a police officer. What's <laughs> the toe? toe. Hit my car, and he hit, yeah. he hit that vacuum cleaner, and that was it. It's <laughs> crazy. Uh, thanks, Scott. That's I appreciate story. it. That's well, good sometimes, perspective. Well, yeah, I've told Dan this is this is a, a, a big one. You, you talk about, you know, what do they do? I guess they can... Uh, check to see if, like, you know, blood is, is, uh, is uh, built up in the area. Right. My dad dropped a, a railroad tie on his big toe. Uh, for sport. For just for fun. Nice. Uh, and, it, and it swelled up really big. Yes. And I, and I told oh, you told him. Land, he lanced it, basically. He did. He yeah. took, he took, a, uh, he took a, uh, a paper clip. Oh. <laughs> I know. And oh. heated it up on the stove. Oh. <laughs> and he lamps that thing, and the blood shot hey, all across Kathy, the room. Kathy, oh. I remember you saying that he said it tasted like syrup. Yeah, it, it was very thick. Yeah. I had to, like, hold myself together. I really was like, okay, is this going to be okay? Is my finger okay? Yeah. I was carrying my son into the car. He was probably two years old at the time, maybe not even, and he had one of those aluminum water bottles. It's not even that yeah. big, but it was full of water. And he dropped it right on my big toe. Oh. It hurt so bad. And I'm holding him and I just wanted to like scream and yell. But it was, I just, I'll never forget. I'm like, and it's just, it's my toe. It's its not a big area. Yeah. You know, it's my I, toe, bro. I've broken bones. I've, you know, yeah. turned ankles. I've done a, but that one, I, I could not believe it how bad it It must be the way the nerves are bundled or whatever it right. is, but yeah. it is certainly lightning quick yeah. and 
powerful. They have to be close to the surface yes, or whatever be. it is, or there's a large bundle, I'm not sure. I'm a little bit sadistic, though, because I do get pedicures uh, quite a bit, and mm-hmm. I get ingrown toenails. And the lady who does my nail, I mean, she digs in there. And I'm Dude, like, oh, would, my God. This one of the is worst like... experiences is when we had our, our makeover on, on uh, TLC, Preston, and they gave us, like, really in-depth manicures. Yeah. I'm like, oh, my God, this effing hurts. I was not a fan. Why did they give you They gave us, like, a full makeover. They did a makeover. Yeah, yeah. it was a makeover oh. story. Oh, yeah. I was thinking of... <laughs> I was thinking of like the home makeover show. No, yeah. no, no. no. Was yeah. Like, yeah, it was like extreme home makeover, and they gave us colostomies. Did they want your hands to look good on TV? I don't understand. Uh, <laughs> I don't get it. Move that bus. Uh, <laughs> yeah. What was I going to say? There's something to do with the toe. All right, anyhow, uh, let me get another call here. Um, I have uh, Dom who's on. Hey, Dom, good morning. Dom, are you there, bud? No, it's Bob, actually, but, yeah. Oh, Bob. Oh, hey, Bob. Hi, Bob. Bob. What's up, bud? Bob. <laughs> Good morning, guys. How you doing? Great, Go man. Out. What's your story? Uh, I can I can associate with Kathy's uh, uh, little little injury. Mm. Uh, I was down to Florida, and, you know, when you get up from the beach and you have the, all that sand on the bottom of the chair? Yeah. Well, I, I decided to take the chair down to the beach and drive down on the waves, and I'm thinking, oh, I'll dip it in the water, take the sand off. Mm-hmm. As I dip it in the water, a, a bigger wave came, caught the bottom of the chair in the water, and it ripped my right toenail off, my big toenail Oh, off. my God. Oh, your big toenail. Oh, my God. Totally off. Yeah. Talking about pain and burning, huh? I'm sure. And and you've got salt water going into it immediately, which is probably good for it. But sharks. Cleaning it out, but, you know, it's it's wrong. And then you had to walk through the sand to get back. Oh, my God. Exactly. Was it it bleeding, Bob? Was Was it bloody? Yeah, yeah, not not massive blood, but there was definitely blood coming out from the root of it. And yeah. I was when, when it happened, I screamed, and I think like forty <laughs> people around me looked at me like I saw a shark. Right? <laughs> yeah, clean, yeah. Start the odd thing is, is when you get something like that, when you like, I have had my pinky toe pop off, you know, putting on a, a sock or something. <laughs> But it didn't really bleed. I was expecting yeah. way more blood. Yeah, I thanks, couldn't Bob. believe the how little there right, was. Right, right. Yeah, same thing happened with my pinky toenail. Nothing. It was no blood. Right. It was yeah. weird. It ripped it clean off, uh, which is really strange. Uh, let me see here. Okay, this is uh, this is different. We're talking about a very small area that causes quite a bit of pain. Uh, this is Scott. Hey, Scott. Good morning. Good morning. How are you? Good. What's up, Scott? Good. For, I just got to tell you, my five-year-old calls us the butthole st- show because of Steve. Uh-huh. <laughs> really sweet. I take that as an All right. <laughs> and if he's looking for me in the house, he goes, Yahoo! Uh-huh. Yeah! Oh the butthole show. That's, that's adorable. It's great. Uh, absolutely incredible. <laughs> <laughs> All right. That's so good. The show. What's up, man? <laughs> I have a wart on the end of my thumb, and it is wreaking havoc on my entire life. Oh. <laughs> it's like almost like it's ingrown, kind of. So, like, if I press on my phone, I can't text with my right thumb. It's you know first world problems, but oh. when you <laughs> you're dealing with managing people and whatnot, and you you're sitting there texting with your left thumb, you know, what? Or, you know and and warts oh. warts are like the great mystery. Like they don't know they what don't even know them, yeah. causes them, and sometimes. They never go away, or at least you can stick around for years and years and or years. Or you can buy for like five bucks, you go into the CVS and buy a wart remover. Like they, they have these things that will freeze them or... But sometimes they come back. Yeah. And, you can't and sometimes it doesn't always work. I've had them, I've, I've gone to the dermatologist and had them burnt off. That's a joy. Let me tell you, talk about concentrated pain. Oh, really? Yeah, because they use um, 
uh, liquid nitrogen, yeah. and it feels just like a needle. Yeah, pretty much that they're sticking in there and moving around. And, and then did you have like the blister grow around yeah. it? Yeah, oh, yeah, and then eventually, yeah, eventually that falls, falls off. off. You, you, yep, yeah. balls yeah. fall off. Uh, Scott, have you tried to get it burned off? I did the compound W. I did some of the over-the-counter stuff, and nothing's working. I almost was to the point one night where I was just going to use nail clippers. And just, oh, oh, that's no, my no. dad's method. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. or he right. would gnaw it off. Yeah. What about? Did you hear about the duct tape? My dad was that's the first thing he said. He's like, "Duct tape, it's fine." Yeah, but and, and they say to and use. I, was like, I can't use my phone with duct tape on my. Phone. <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't even have a phone. Wait, but they say to use like a like a nail file first and kind of get like the first layer uh, of the skin off, then put the duct tape on, leave it on overnight, and then rip it off. And so, what, bring off the nail file. I'm gonna I'm gonna bring that back to him. All right, <laughs> yeah. Good luck, Scott. So Thanks. does that work? Oh my God. Uh, I, I have heard that the duct tape can work. It's like compound W. Yeah. It might work. It might not. You know. Uh, hang on. We got to go. I was hanging on to this one. Let's let's go to Kate because uh, I, I, this will be tough to beat. Hi, Kate. Good morning. Hey, how are you guys? Great, Kate. So you have a a, a tiny little bitty you know wound or pain thing, uh, or, or yeah. you would think it, it's small, but a lot of pain. Yeah. What's so the story? Just, just a paper cut. Just a paper cut. Okay. So, um, my um my friends and I we were at the Reading Terminal Market and we went to the 12th Street Cantina and my girlfriend was so excited to see me because it had been like two years and she has this menu in her hand it's uh, thicker than normal paper but not quite cardboard and she's like waving it because she's so excited and she straight up sliced my eye oh. like, oh. like she paper oh cut God. your eye the white part of my ah. eye was a flora so oh my God. <laughs> So, like, you could see it bleeding. So, it was literally a paper cut in the flora of my eye. <laughs> oh, my God. So, so, you had, a like, a floating red spot in the, the white part of your eye for a while, correct? It was a line. Yeah. Was oh, like my a, God. It was a line that was probably about the length of my pinky nail. Like, wow. it was a long paper cut. And Via, if you're listening, hi. Uh, <laughs> so do you, uh, I assume, did you go to the doctor for that? Dude, I didn't. No, I was a stupid ass teen. Oh, sorry. <laughs> That's okay. Just a stupid ass. Uh, wow. And, uh-huh. and how long do you think that uh, that little scar stuck around for? Um, it took like a couple of months, I feel like, to completely go away. You're it in- actually wasn't as bad as... Um, you know how some people will like pop a blood vessel in in their yes, eyes, yes, yes. like their whole. It it wasn't as bad as that. It just stayed that red line. Okay. So at the, at the point that it happened, was was there significant pain? Yeah, I just have a really high pain tolerance. All right. And I also- I also didn't want to make her feel bad. <laughs> right. Okay. And you, you just ordered tacos. So there you go. Wow, wow yeah. man, that's heavy duty. Yeah, thank you, Kay. Jesus. Appreciate yeah, no it. I, rem- I remember what I was going to say earlier. Casey was talking about going to get the uh, uh, pedicure, and you kind of have a sadistic... Um, it hurts so good sometimes. Yeah, that. that yeah. <laughs> and I was thinking that that's kind of like... Uh, like working on a zit or something like that. Oh, uh, right. And you work and, it out. And, and even though it, it hurts, yeah. uh, you know that you're going to get some kind of relief out of getting that when you taken get care it, of. When you pop it, right? Yeah, it does. It is a relief. Is it kind of like that? Yeah. 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 <laughs> uh, let's see. Oh, yeah. Hang on a second here. Let, let's go to Marty. Hey, Marty, good morning. Hey, good morning. Hey, what's up, Marty? Hey, I got the best. I, I split my thumb open on the, you know, working the saw. So I go to the hospital to get stitches. Mm-hmm. And the doctor walks in and says, yeah, he says, you're going to need stitches for that. So he walks out. He comes back in with this huge male nurse. 
And as the doctor's preparing, a male nurse raises up the side racks on the bed mm-hmm. so you don't fall off. Mm-hmm. And he says, the nurse says to me, you might want to grab onto this. And the doctor looks at me and he says, this is going to hurt. Oh, no. And I'm telling you, the most pain I've ever had in my life is he put these needles in twice. <laughs> so he put the, the Novocaine needles hurt more than the actual injury? More, oh, way more. I've never felt anything like this. I wanted to hit the guy. As soon as the doctor <laughs> pulled the needle out, he yeah. stepped back. He knew. Yeah. And and I looked at him. He's like, I told you it was going to hurt. <laughs> I, I told know. you. Steve, have you ever had stitches? No. Okay, I've, I've had them a couple times, and yes. I mean, I've had oral stitches. No, but they have to, when, when you have an open wound, mm-hmm. they have to put the needle directly in, in there. And, and I had it on my head and on my elbow one time, and the one on my head was, and I was only five years old. Oh, jeez. And I remember that. You know what? Vividly. My son, he Thanks, uh, Marty. he split his chin. I had to take him to the ER to get stitches, and same thing. But he didn't flinch one bit. Now they sprayed it with a with a, like a topical lidocaine or whatever, and that yeah, it helps a little it bit. A little yeah. bit. Yeah. But yeah, Chase I, had the same thing, and when they when they put it now, of course, I didn't watch. I couldn't. Um, it the liquid was like shooting out the other side of it. Is that oh. when you passed out? No, I passed when did you out. Pass out? When I, although that was another set of stitches that Jace got, and we went to the doctor's office, and he was like, well, "We'll just get started." And I was like, "Well, I was like, maybe we should wait a minute." And he was like, "No, we'll just get started now." And I was like, uh, "All oh right." And he, and then sure enough, he was like, "I." The, my problem is, is watching it. I watched it, and I saw the needle pull his skin together. Mm, yeah. And it's not like immediate. I, I was there, and then I'm like, "Oh, here we go." And I was like, "Hey guys, just so you know, I'm passing out." No, no. Like, I can announce it each each time. I, I know it's feel so good. I know it's happening. And then I woke up to the nurse going, "Get her juice." Uh, <laughs> get her juice. Get her. Um, and that was a command. That was Kathy. <laughs> um, some wine instead. Carter. Uh, Carter had uh, banged his chin on the side of a uh, of a pool, and his teeth went through his. Oh, neck. And so yeah. this was at down at the shore case. He was in Avalon, and so we went to. Um, uh, we went to the hospital down there. Cape and, Regional. Uh, yeah, that was it. And I, they did not numb him properly. Uh, yeah. I, to, to this day, I think we we traumatized that kid because uh, I kind of knew it because they got started sewing him, and it was clear that he was not uh, numb. Uh, and they were just like, we're in this too deep. Well, it's we like got, a beach hospital. We got to finish this <laughs> yeah. now. And so they stitched him up, probably a good four stitches, uh, with, with uh, I don't think, any pain relief Steve, at all. I felt so bad for him. You joke. It's Beach Hospital, but um, I have always said if any one of us needs to go to the hospital <laughs> and we are at the shore, yeah. do not take us there. Take us back into the city. Just sit me in the car. <laughs> have you been there a couple times? Yeah, yeah I'll okay. do the Beach Hospital. Yeah. They accused my parents of uh, child abuse because my brother b- uh, burnt his feet on, uh, a on, the heating, sand? on a heat no, on a heating grate in the house and uh, came in and it looked like he had the, had been walking across a waffle iron yeah. and so my pa- the the ER doctor was like uh call the cops on my parents my parents really? yeah, yeah. wow yeah. you never heard of the song walking on waffle iron <laughs> i'm walking on waffle irons oh! um and don't feel hot let me go to paul hey paul good morning good morning hey what's up buddy I should probably start off by saying that I've had two knee replacements. I've had back surgery. I've had neck surgery. Okay. And then I got bit by a spider. Oh, my God. Wow. What kind of spider? Was it a recluse? 
Yes, it was. Yep. Oh, wow. where, where did it get you, Paul? It got me on the top of my foot. I had an open wound on my foot for three months. It wouldn't heal. Yeah. The pain was just incredible. And I mean, the wound got bigger, too. I was like... Yep. Should this be getting smaller as I heal? Yeah. Well, that, that I would know a couple of people who have been bitten by recluse spiders. It, first off, the pain thing that you're saying is horrible. And then also, managing the wound after is a big yep. issue. It really... Yeah, it can yeah, necrotize. Really yeah, yeah. Uh, my buddy Charlie got bit by one, and and uh, he, I remember we were both worked in radio, and I remember looking at him uh, through the glass. He was on the air, and he was sweating, uh, and he just looked horrible. I'm like, "What is wrong with you?" I'm like, "Yeah, I got this fever. I just feel like mm-hmm. crap. Whatever." And the next day, he went to the hospital, and sure enough, they found it was a, a brown recluse had bitten him, and it, it was on his thigh, oh. and it, there was a hole eventually Jeez. formed Whoa. there, and it started, you know, the the tissue started dying around there, and it, he was that'll it, take you for a ride big time. Uh, but yeah, uh, yeah, that sucks, Paul. But a tiny little spot, extremely painful. Uh, it can blow you away. All right, let me go to... Now we're getting into another territory. Bill's been on hold for like 20 minutes. All let right. me go to him. Hey, Bill, good morning. Good morning. Hey, what's up, buddy? Hey, so I, I can relate to a, a few of those stories, but one that, you know, most people don't realize is a, a kidney stone. Oh, my God. Yeah. And they're yeah, teeny a, tiny, a almost like grain of sand sometimes. Exactly. I think it was less than four millimeters. I was in the hospital for two days being flushed out with fluids. <laughs> And um, I hear the actual passing of it isn't as bad as when it just originally breaks off from the kidney. I, no, the actual passing is a, a relief. I mean, it, it looks like you were, it looks like you were getting birth when it comes in. But... Yeah, that, that's not possible. All right. <laughs> Sorry, we're not laughing at you, Bill. Uh... No, no, I understand. <laughs> Thank you for the call. That sucks. Yeah. I know people listening. Hey, uh... <laughs> Theater of the mind. <laughs> yeah, that's a fear of mine. Getting one of those things. Yeah. So, oh, yeah. in there's a movie called uh, Two Days in the Valley, and one of the characters actually uh, has a kidney stone uh, issue, and that's the first time I had ever even heard of anything yeah, like that. Yeah, yeah. And then I did a little bit of research, and I found out that uh, you know there's a lot of things that you can uh, consume that will lead to that, and one of them was. Uh, iced tea, powdered yeah. iced tea, powdered yeah. iced tea, and yep. I was like, I stopped drinking. I used to drink that all that. We always had a pitcher of iced tea in our. <laughs> <laughs> this this conversation is literally making me queasy. <laughs> I mean, yeah. should we stop? Or? Yeah. Well, no, you don't have to. But like, I, no, I we feel... do actually. Okay, yeah. but it, like, it, this has uh, been difficult. Nick, to <laughs> my wife Claire was literally starting to turn white as I was describing yeah. cats because yeah. that is that's one of the main like phobia fears of hers. Of all, yeah. Yeah. Having a nail clip off that way. Of all the calls that we got, which one would you want the least? Oh man, because that, that that paper cut in the eye one yes. that one had me freaking out. Yeah, a little that bit. was that was nasty. Mm. That's a good question. Mm. I don't well, know. The, the recluse. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. God. I don't know, man. I've I've stubbed my toe sometimes and thought that my <laughs> half of my foot was going to fall off. So I it just I can commiserate with that. Which one would you want? Like that? <laughs> I mean, it's happened huh. so many times to my goddamn pinky toe. Yeah, where it's just you just brushes something and wham, it's like 
What? I just want to cut it off. It seems like such an after-the-fact toe. Yeah, but I know. apparently you need them. I've told you, but yeah. now you don't need them. My mom doesn't have. Oh, that's toes. right. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. She came. She came away. There's a big car she giveaway. Was a car. <laughs> and part of Toyota Thon is, is those, getting a Toyota Thon. For those who don't yeah. know, to- Toyota Thon. My mother had ham- what are called hammer toes. And uh, they had to be removed, and for some reason, this is, I was like a baby. I don't even know. If, and anyway, she kept, she had them put in a jar. They gave them to her. You know, they used yeah. to give you your oh, medical yeah. waste back yeah. in the day. Not a problem. And uh, she had them in a jar, and they sold the car and left them in the glove compartment. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Somewhere. <laughs> Somebody's got a pair of glorious toes. <laughs> All right. Thank you for your calls. And we yeah. apologize to those who've been on hold for a long time and haven't had a chance to get to. But we need to give away some other goodies um, to other callers. We have a $25 gift card uh, to Fireside Bar and Grill in mm. Ambler. Casey's going to be there tomorrow. We'll take the 10th caller at 215-263-WMMR. He's going to be there in conjunction with the Bud Light Thursday night kickoff. Good all food. Kind of, all kinds of prizes uh, to win while Casey is there. You can enjoy Fireside's expansive menus and family-friendly dining room. Uh, they also have uh, a real wood fire brick oven Ooh. and uh, over 26 TVs and special $8 Philly menu during the Philly sports games. Fireside is the best place to catch all the games. Uh, so like we said, caller number 10, uh, you get that $25 gift card in case you'll be there tomorrow, 7 o'clock, 7 to 9, 215 263 WMMR. Coming back with the Bizarre Files. Stay with us. 93.3 WMMR presents Preston and Steve's Christmas Miracle. The Miller Lite Ugly Sweater Edition. Wednesday, December 21st at the Excite Center inside Parks Casino in Ben Salem. At stake, some of the coolest prizes, gadgets, and gifts from our winter wonderland of clients and sponsors. Including Adventure Aquarium, Nebraska Brazilian Steakhouse, and Stephen Ear Jewelers. Want to be a part of the studio audience? Check WMMR.com for details. And don't forget to dress to, um, impress. Our judges will pick their favorite ugly sweater to score great prizes from Miller Lite. Preston and Steve's Christmas Miracle. Oh, it's a Christmas Miracle! 93.3 WMMR. Everything that rocks your holidays. I want to reiterate something, Case. I don't know if we still have the info sheet from uh, Acme. Oh, yeah. Uh, from earlier this morning because we had uh, Dana on uh, from Acme Markets, and I may have accidentally thrown that away. I'm not sure. But anyhow, uh, it went from the donations monetarily when we had the end of Camp Out for Hunger was in the $600,000 range from people who had donated uh, at the uh, point of checkout. Um, And they continued that campaign at Acme uh, up until the day before Thanksgiving, and brought in, in that time, an extra $262,000. And so the grand total uh, from monetary donations, uh, courtesy of you, shopping in Acme Markets, was $875,000. Yeah. Add, so that, add that to the, the, the total money raised. Uh, it's now $1,340,000. Yeah. Uh, that goes... That's in addition to the 2.8 million pounds of food. So it's just a huge, huge, huge year. Staggering numbers. Yeah. Uh, and if you can, if you can try to wrap your mind around it, because it almost gets away from you. But to, 
you're responsible for that. You did that, and it's an amazing thing. Yep, and we thank you so much for it, and we thank Acme for partnering with us, but that's just massive. So wanted to make sure we pass that along again. All right, it's time for Bizarre File. Oh, wrong button. What? Okay, here we go. Now, WMMR presents Kristen and Steve's Bizarre File. Brought to you this morning by... Stephen Star Restaurants. A gift memorable experiences this holiday season with a Star Restaurants gift card. Good at over 30 restaurants. You can shop today at starrgiftcards.com. So the TSA recently shared photos on Twitter that showed a cat they found inside a checked suitcase on November 16th at uh, JFK International Airport. Uh, The suitcase was destined for Atlanta. And ultimately to Melbourne, Orlando International Airport in Florida. Uh, luckily, a TSA agent spotted the cat in an X-ray of the bag. He's a cat. And removed the animal before the luggage made it to the pressurized cargo hold. A TSA rep said on Twitter, on the bright side, that cat's out of the bag. Hey! hey! And safely back at home. So, yeah, we're looking at the, <laughs> looking at the, the cat. Yeah. Oh, that poor thing. But he's going to be okay. I, we had a friend. Uh, well, in fact, it was uh, yeah, Jim. Jim McGuire, Yeah, uh, had moved uh, from St. Louis to here and didn't know that their cat Homer had crawled into the back of the moving van. <laughs> yeah, and they 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 had to leave. Yeah, they had to leave. They couldn't find the cat, and they thought maybe he just ran out or unfortunately yeah. got hit by. And they got here and unloaded the truck and the freaking cat. <laughs> oh my it's God. amazing. Was in yeah. the moving van. I thought I lost my cat one time. My wife was went on a work trip, and I had her at the uh, airport. I'm like, dude, can you please open your luggage because I can't find the cat anywhere, and there's a good chance that that she went in there. And and as it turns out, she didn't. But uh, you thought there's at least a possibility. Yeah. There was a possibility because I couldn't find her anywhere. God, I didn't know, <laughs> All right, here's the story. Uh, I didn't know that uh, reptiles like beer, but the Brisbane North Snake Catchers and Relocation out of Australia shared a video uh, to Facebook that shows rescuers responding to a report of a snake trapped in a beer can in Brighton, Queensland. The venomous red-bellied black snake's head. Was stuck Jeez. inside of a can of Victoria Bitter beer. Wow. Rescuers had to use uh, tools to cut through the can and save the snake and found that there was a dead frog inside of the can, oh. which likely drew in the snake. Yes, that was the attraction. It's believed that the snake was uh, trapped inside for a few days, but every now and then you see animals with a with a jar on oh, their head yeah, or something yeah. like that, and that's what uh, this was. Thanks for getting that off me, man. <laughs> Jesus Christ. It's dark in there. Yeah. Uh, so, this is a problem nobody saw coming. Authorities in Belgium's port of Antwerp have intercepted so much smuggled cocaine that their incinerators can't burn it fast enough. And this, in turn, has led to another problem. There's so much seized cocaine in storage that gangs are reportedly plotting to steal some of it back from the authorities. Uh, they are working on solutions right now, which could include building more incinerators and the Brussels Times reports about 100 tons of Jesus. cocaine were seized at the port last year. They talked to a nightman at one of the, uh, you know, the, the houses there, warehouses. <laughs> and 110 tons are expected to be seized this year as this well. This is a vicious cycle, isn't it? it you, is. you confiscate it, they re-steal it. Yeah. 
And then you have to go to the night guy to, to, to for comment. <laughs> I'm sorry, sir. What did you What did you see? He might be He might be going after some of that cocaine himself, it sounds like. No, the paper says that... <laughs> that the, sorry, I didn't catch that. Could you say that one? <laughs> <laughs> Still the paper says that about $5 billion worth of the drug is uh, is what the street value is. That's yeah, he agreed with Rocky. It's, totally yeah. nah. it's like a billion. Uh, not. <laughs> Will you? Will you? Will you? <laughs> These guys just have a conversation. Will you? <laughs> it's meet the putts. Instead of meet the press. <laughs> yeah, meet the putts. All right. Um, on November 15th. <laughs> a front desk worker uh, opened up. Where y'all going? <laughs> <laughs> the hell is going on? Yeah, seriously. <laughs> uh, on November 15th, a front desk worker opened up uh, Circle C Dental in Austin, Texas. Maggie Kiefer said she immediately noticed that the office did not smell right. She and her colleagues determined the smell was coming from the staff bathroom at the back of the building. And upon investigation, they saw that the toilet had exploded. Oh, my God. God. The Austin Fire Department investigated and uh, could not offer a solid explanation either. Uh, Kiefer had another theory. She found a news story about a toilet that exploded in Oklahoma after a lightning bolt struck an apparent bu- an apartment building, traveled through an exhaust vent, and then hit the toilet and blew it up. Uh, though there's no record of lightning the night before the exploded toilet was discovered in Austin, it is possible that there were some not recorded by weather radar. Uh, the other theory is the vent fan in the ceiling somehow fell and caused the damage. Uh, but luckily, there were no injuries. That's they, crazy. They walked in, and yeah, the uh, uh, the toilet had exploded pretty wild. Uh, all right, and then we'll do one more story, and we will wrap it up. Let's go with. Oh uh, no, I've got some negative ones. I don't. I don't like to end on really like. You want to be happy? Oh, here's a nice one. Okay. All right. Um, Ali uh, Alandria Worthy was in labor and on her way to the hospital when she asked her fiance DeAndre Phillips to pull over so that she could go to the bathroom. So he stopped in an Atlantic area McDonald's, and instead of leaving with Big Macs, the couple left with a newborn baby girl. Uh, she said, I went into the bathroom, and my water broke. It was an experience uh, because it happened so fast. So Worthy started screaming, and uh, Tanisha Woodard, the general manager of the location, came out to help. Woodard was uh, surprised by what she found. She said, I thought they were joking. I opened this door. I didn't see anybody, but I saw feet under the door. I opened it, and she was on this toilet lying back screaming. Oh God. And then I knew to tell my crew we're having a baby today. So Woodard uh, notified two colleagues, uh, Shakira Kegler and uh, Keisha Blue Murray, and all three uh, readied in to help the, and deliver. Uh, she said, Shakira grabbed the phone, dialed 911, Keisha ran, looking for her at the door. And by this point, Phillips went into the McDonald's to check on his fiance and found her surrounded by the three female employees. He said she was on this toilet screaming. And, and uh, he said, I was like, just breathe. I got her on the floor and I took off my clothes. Uh, the ladies at McDonald's, because they wanted to use it yeah. to, to help deliver the baby. 
And uh, the ladies at McDonald's were uh, uh, on her front side holding wow. her hands. I had her feet up propped on my knees. We told her to push three pushes. You were looking she, at the picture. Uh, she was a fighter. Uh, Nandy Phillips was born after three pushes and 15 minutes later. Do you want an apple pie with that? Uh, so she said, he said, I was on the phone with emergency dispatch. So uh, they were telling us what to do through the phone. And that was the good thing that we had so many people there because I wouldn't be able to multitask if I was on the highway in the car and the traffic. You both work for McDonald's. I assume you delivered your fair share of babies, oh, yeah. right? <laughs> Usually and, on Sundays. And I love this. The McDonald's employees immediately gave the little girl a McDonald's-centric nickname. Woodard said, I said, we're going to name her Little Nugget. Aww. And so Philip said, yep, she's definitely a nugget. My parents love the name, too. So we're like, okay, it fits her, our Little Nugget. Little Nugget. Oh, that's cute. Yep, but uh, everybody's safe and sound, and that's a good story to end on there. All right, and that is what I have in the Bizarre File for you. All right, let's uh, do the secret text word. We need a winner for that. So, Kathy, name a number caller, please. Five. All right, we'd like the fifth caller, 215-263-WMMR. Up for grabs today. Uh, four pack of tickets to experience uh, Tinseltown, the holiday spectacular. Uh, so let's take that caller, and we'll come back at a winner, 215-263-WMMR. Back in a moment. Stay with us. Love Preston and Steve and WMMR? Check out WMMR.com for more of everything that rocks. Hey, you've heard us talking about Krista. She's beautiful, classy, and brilliant, and she's so easy. Krista is Stephen's most loved engagement ring. Picture her, a bright white, high-quality, round, brilliant-cut diamond expertly set into a classic, solitaire, Tiffany-style setting. Krista will guarantee you a yes. Go to IHateStevenSinger.com and click on Krista to check her out. Visit Stephen's showroom at the other corner of 8th and Walnut in Philly. You buy real diamonds from a real jeweler that you can trust. It's IHateStevenSinger.com. Now, back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. Damn it all to hell. <laughs> 93.3-WMMR. Uh, it's everything that rocks. It is, uh, wow, it's almost 10.30 already. Wow. We haven't even gotten to... Damn you. Damn you. Damn you. you still have that? I, I hate you. All right. Does he say damn you yeah, in that? Yeah, yeah, something like that. I, I hate, hate you. Hang on, we played it earlier this morning. Here we go. I hate you. I hate you more than anything in this damn world. We can get a winner now for the secret text where we're looking for caller number five, and that happens to be Paul. So we're going to go to Paul. Hey, Paul, good morning. Good morning. Hey, guys. All right, Paul, you're on the spot here, friend. If you give me the secret text word, we give you a prize. What is it? Mug. Mug. (laughs) That is correct, sir. And you just hang on the line there, Paul, because we're going to set you up. We are going to give you a four-pack of tickets to experience the magic of the season at the Tinseltown Holiday Spectacular. You can explore the larger-than-life illuminated sculptures at the Expo Center at Oaks. And uh, tickets are on sale now at TinseltownHoliday.com. We also got a random texter that we're going to give the same prize to, and that is Steve Gordon of Warminster. Hey! So, Steve, congratulations. And if you are going to purchase tickets to Tinseltown, uh, use the code, I think it's Kathy20, Kathy20, and you get a special discount on uh, prices. Uh, so make sure that you do that. And when is that? Has that started yet? 
Uh, yes, they okay. they did open, um, and you know it's it, that's a really good one. Like you get the holiday lights in, you're outside. They brought in um, a new ice skating rink this year, so they had the synthetic ice. It's real ice this year. Oh, that's oh, awesome. good. Yes. Yeah. Yes. I didn't want to say anything negative and about agreed. it, and it's yeah, that they wasn't agreed. fun. And um, there, if it's the the. If it's the same Santa, um, he was great last year. He was uh, the real Santa. Okay. Uh, but they have a cool little workshop um, that the kids can walk through. So it, it, this is a, a really good one. And you should do it because um, there's uh, no official information, but it might not actually be at that location next year. Okay. Uh, All right. yeah. Yeah. Uh, I remember you telling us that. That's right. All right. So uh, today we have a lesson question prize. And I'd said earlier that we were giving away for stupid question. I was wrong. It's lesson question. Tickets for the winery dogs. And that features uh, Mike Portnoy, uh, you know, our buddy, our yes. current buddy, of course. Uh, and also uh, Billy Sheehan, one of the greatest bass players ever, and an amazing guitarist, uh, Richie Kotzen. If you're not familiar with winery dogs, they're fantastic. They're going to be playing the Keswick Theater February 17th. The question is, Steve has officially made Acme Markets Dana Ward the ambassador to which country? 215263WMMR. Let's see if you know the answer to that. Uh, Steve officially made Acme Markets Dana Ward the ambassador to which country? 215263WMMR. Call now if you know the answer. And while you call, we will do the trash. The trash business is a gold mine. 93.3 WMMR. With Preston and Steve's Hollywood Trash. All right, let's get them stars. Steve, what's going on this morning? Well, actress Keela McNeely says even though some people are upset over it, she is proud of her work in the Netflix Jeffrey Dahmer series. McNeely says there are some very useful takeaways from the series, like learning how to make a scrunchie out of a butthole. WandaVision star Catherine Hahn and her husband Ethan Sandler have requested a legal name change for their two children giving them both the second middle name of Han. Both Catherine and Ethan explained the decision, saying it was important for them to give their children something to tell their therapists. Mm. Oh, my God. And finally, Lady Anne Glenn Connor, who was a close friend of Queen Elizabeth, says she is refusing to watch The Crown because it's complete fantasy. Lady Anne says it's not just all the ridiculous made-up private conversations, but also the depiction of Queen Elizabeth as a cyborg. Oh. No. <laughs> and that's I guess I didn't get that episode. Yeah, yet. it's all wild. Right. So, lesson question. We need to know from you. Uh, Steve officially made Acme Market Stain Award the ambassador of which country? 215-263-WMMR. We're going to go to John. See if we can get the answer. Hey, John, good morning. Hey, good morning, guys. All right, buddy. So, uh, according to uh, Steve, he officially made Acme Markets Dana Award the ambassador to which country? The ambassador to Japan. That's correct. Yeah. Nice work, John. Hang on. I'm going to give you a pair of tickets to see the winery dogs featuring my Portnoy, Billy Sheehan, and Richie Kotzen on February 17th at the Keswick Theater. Tickets go on sale uh, Friday, by the way, at 10 a.m. at Keswick theater.com. All right, we shall do music news right now. Now, Preston and Steve's music news on 93.3 WMMR. All right, uh, just a couple of things to run by you. We'll start with news about Fallout Fallout Boy. Uh, They've taken out... Uh, newspaper ads to tease their upcoming album. Uh, the ad is featured in the Chicago Tribune, and it just has the words F O B eight. 
followed by the phrase that says, if you build it, they will come against a black background. Uh, so something's coming from that band. Oh, yeah. Be soon. Uh, the Offspring singer Brian Dexter Holland has confirmed uh, that the band will be entering the studio to work on their new album in January. The album is due out next year. Uh, he said, in a funny way, I think that the pandemic break really energized us. Uh, <laughs> because it was a funny way? It was a funny way. Uh, it gave us time to let us finish the last record, and we got the band real tight. We've decided to keep on going. So uh, when we're in between tours, we're working on new material. Uh, Holland added that he and his bandmates plan to ride the roller coaster for as long as they can. He said the nature of music, the music business is that you never know when your time is up. Uh, We're very fortunate to still be here. But as Jim Morrison once said, the future is uncertain and the end is always near. And it always seems uh, like we can do this for a few more years. Uh, People are still coming to the shows and we're still getting played on the radio. So for the time being, it seems okay. Uh, But beyond that, who knows? And then finally, uh, Brett Michaels has rolled out his 2023 Party Gras North American Summer Tour dates uh, with road regulars Night Ranger and Jefferson Starship. Party Gras. Uh, Joining the festivities at assorted stops throughout the Dozen City Trek will be former Journey singer uh, Stephen Aguirre and Sugar Ray's Mark McGrath. uh, And they will be coming to our area. Uh, July 23rd at uh, the Freedom Mortgage Pavilion in Camden. Uh, And Brett uh, said in a statement, it's unique, never quite been done before. I said I want to throw a party starting in the parking lot into the building, let fans have a chance to be on the side of the stage. Uh, They're doing the Dress Like Brett karaoke contest. Uh, It's like a carnival of fun and awesomeness, right? And the music we're playing in between, we've got DJ spinning. Everything is meant to be a party from the time you get there till you end. That and is pretty cool. It's going to be a killer, all hits, no fillers. What are you looking for? Uh, and we'll have to talk to him again. Yeah. Such a great conversation. It was great. We were at uh, the Blood Drive, yeah. and uh, he had some stories about uh, getting busted smoking pot around here. Uh-huh. Something like that. He's just a nice guy, so would love to chat with him again sometime. And that is what we have in Music News. A quick one for you. All right, we have a final break to take. We'll come back in a second, wrap up the program. Leather today for the Word of the Week prize when we return. So make sure you stay with us. If you like what you hear, you can see it too. Check out Preston and Steve's Daily Rush on PrestonandSteve.com. Hey, you've heard us talking about Krista. She's beautiful, classy, and brilliant, and she's so easy. Krista is Stephen's most loved engagement ring. Picture her, a bright white, high-quality, round, brilliant-cut diamond expertly set into a classic, solitaire, Tiffany-style setting. Krista will guarantee you a yes. Go to IHateStevenSinger.com and click on Krista to check her out. Visit Stephen's showroom at the other corner of 8th and Walnut in Philly. You buy real diamonds from a real jeweler that you can trust. It's IHateStevenSinger.com. Now, back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. Uh, 1048, Wednesday morning, coming to uh, the end of our day, broadcast-wise, in a lousy day weather-wise. We're expecting rain uh, for the majority of the day today. Warmer temperatures, but you really can't go outside and enjoy them that much, right? Uh, It's going to be about 60 degrees, but lots of rain. And then tomorrow, things, of course, clear up and we get ample sunshine, but it's going to be cold. 43 will be the high. It'll be breezy, too. Friday, 49 in sunshine. And then Saturday, back to 60, but rain. Yeah. Uh, hey. Ain't that nice? I don't even know what I've got.
got going on this weekend. I haven't even thought about that. I'm doing the Polar Express on Saturday. Are you? It's a wonderful train ride. Mm. Kathy's recommendation yes. off of her holiday activity, holiday activity list. Which we're going to get uh, the updated version on Friday. Friday, yeah. I think we're going to do it, Casey said, around 820 because yep. we got some uh, things going on the other times of the day. So that'll be the time to tune in. That is one you definitely want to get a jump on. Colbrook. Mm-hmm. You're going to Colbrook, Colbrook Jail. Jail. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Love a it. Lot of, well, a lot of the train rides you have to book because, you know, they sell the tickets. So yes. they'll book out. It is yes. Awesome. You want to do Quizzo with me on Friday night? No. Okay. I, I, I do. No, actually, okay. I am doing something Friday. I'm going to see yeah. a band. Uh, my uh, band? my youngest, uh, I don't know, uh, somebody that uh, goes to their school uh, is in a band. Oh, that's cool. I'm going to go see the band. That's pretty cool. It's going to be very cool. Yeah. I got uh, Ben's winter concert tonight. He plays saxophone. So I'm yeah. yeah. And he's oh. good, right? Yeah. Dude, Steve, it's really impressive to see, like, how, I mean, ben, Ben's pretty good, but, like, how much better the high school students are versus middle school. <laughs> right, and obviously yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. It's a bit of a lead. And, a big and, lead. Yeah, and they're yeah. really talented musicians. So, uh, yeah, yeah, Harriton has their winter concert tonight. So it's always a lot of fun. That's... Last year, they covered, um, they did Live and Let Die from the Oh, and, oh and, I love oh, that. Yeah. yeah. So fantastic. Text yeah. my phone. <laughs> Text my phone. Uh, all right, so we all got stuff <laughs> coming yeah. up. All right, I would like to thank uh, our guest, Dana Ward from Acme. Yeah! And she gave us new totals uh, from the Acme uh, partnership with Camp Out for Hunger and the donations that were received at uh, at checkout. Uh, we had at the the time of the wrap up the Camp Out for Hunger six hundred and thirteen thousand dollars, but they kept it going uh, yeah. through Wednesday, uh, November twenty third, the day before Thanksgiving, and an extra two hundred sixty two thousand raised, which adds to the total, making it eight hundred seventy five thousand, wow. and the grand total of all money raised now. One million three hundred forty thousand two hundred fifty-four dollars, wow. in addition to the two point like eight million pounds of food. So it's astonishing. Lots and lots and lots of love. Thank uh, you so much. Yes, most definitely. Thank you to Acme and thank you to you for being a part of that. Uh, and thank you to Brian Johnson. Yay! Brian Johnson of ACDC. He's got a book out called The Lives of Brian, and uh, he was great. Just He's awesome, Brian Johnson. Awesome to talk to. Yeah. It's on sale now, so uh, check it out when you get the opportunity. Oh, and I have one last uh, giveaway, and it goes along with a thank you. I think we have one of these left, a $25 gift card uh, for I'm getting a yes. Fireside Bar and Grill. Casey will be there tomorrow night. They brought by food today. Uh, we thank them so much. They've got great grub and a wonderful location for you to go to in Ambler. Case will be there tomorrow night from 7 to 9. It's a Thursday night kickoff. And you can check out Fireside's new sister location. Sister. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Penna, Penna's Italian Market in Lower Gwinnett. And they have the best prepared foods, full breakfast menu, hoagie salads, imported and domestic meats and cheeses. Uh, Italian oils and vinegars and more. So we thank them for being here today. We'll take caller number 10, and you'll be our last uh, giveaway of the day for that. So get on board, please. Uh, looks like Pierre Robert is here. Hey, man. Good day, then. Nice to see you today. Oh, Uh, you kind came of, in from the great outdoors. It's uh, a little rainy. It's a little rainy. It's, mm-hmm. not, uh, it's not cuddly weather out there. Uh-huh. No. Um, but um, it's okay. You could cuddle with someone else inside while this that, weather. Well, it is cuddly weather inside. Right. Yeah. But it's not outside. It's weather just, outside is frightful. I mean, I usually like to cuddle with street people. Yes. Right. Um, and so it's not a street people cuddling day. Okay. I got right. you. Just people you meet on the street? Yeah. yeah. I mean, okay. uh, you know. I don't know. You're, you're on the radio. Yeah. yeah. Would you like to spoon? Well, that's where I'm going to be in a couple of years. Oh, yeah. So I, I, save your cardboard <laughs> for me now. 
Uh, Who's the audio you have? The the drunk lady who thought you were Rob Zombie? Yeah, right. Okay. <laughs> You're Rob Zombie. Yeah. <laughs> and I go, this is priceless. <laughs> Wait a minute. I pull out my microphone. <laughs> yes, I am. <laughs> that was the best. <laughs> that was the best. We need to get her together with that. I know. I listen to you every day. You're Pierre Robert. I know your name. <laughs> that guy, we never have found that guy, have we? No. I haven't wow. found a lot of them, like the Jesus lady. You look like Jesus. Yeah. No, I'm Pierre. Pierre. Uh, I like the Muse guys. You play them when you do work for yeah. Fox and Muse. <laughs> they are. Muse, bring it to America. <laughs> what? Muse, bring it to America. I said, you need to enunciate. <laughs> Repeat after me. Four score and seven. I don't know that one. I don't know this one. <laughs> oh, it's good. Oh, man. Yeah, I don't think I've heard that either. Was it two uh, drunk guys at, at the Muse show? Well, there were three drunk guys. Okay. There were the two Muse guys and then the <laughs> Muse, bring it to America. Yeah. Pancake, if you could find it really quick, it'd be fun. But if you can't that's okay um uh yeah muse bring it to america okay all right we'll look muse bring it to america um uh, i'm sure they do <laughs> well how about we get the letter of the day yes. from all right here we go Preston and steve on 93.3 wmmr now the daily letter all right the Preston and steve show is brought to you today by the letter a as in august all right and we got two more to go and then we give away the sony playstation 5 bundle uh, which is five of the top video games of the year. Gran Turismo, Horizon Forbidden West, God of War Ragnarok, Last of Us Part 1, and Uncharted Legacy of Thieves. Sony PlayStation's, PlayStation 5's top video games are the uh, of the year. Made for a great gift this holiday season. You can visit PlayStation.com for more details. Oh, we found it? Yeah. Okay, here we go. Muse, bring it to America. Tonight, Pierre, me and my boys, we were the Knights of Sidonia. <laughs> Enough said. All right. What is a Knight of Sidonia? Well, what we just heard tonight, we have a little bit of that, ah, 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 and then the, and then the drums like, then there's like lasers going off and I mean, stuff like that's, that is being a Knight of Sidonia. What's up, man? That was a hell of a show. Muse, bring it to America, right? Muse what? Muse, bring it to America. Muse what? Bring it to America. Bring it to America? Bring it to America. All right, you know. America. I got it. I got it. Well, I didn't get it at first. I couldn't understand you. You weren't enunciating. I'm, so what you want to I'm say, a, what? I love America. Good. Muse. Muse. Knight of Sidonia. Muse brings it to America. They bring it to America. Well, you've got to enunciate, so. Enunciate. Ah, they bring it to America. <laughs> rain in Spain, say it. That rain's back. Falls mainly on the plane. It falls mainly on the plane. Yeah, you got it now. Four score and seven years ago. I don't know that part. <laughs> Do you know my name? Rob. What is Rob? You're Rob who? Rob Jones. Rob Jones? Uh, I'm on television. Oh, yeah? Yeah. I'm Steve. Well, nice to meet you, Steve. Nice to meet you, Rob. <laughs> <laughs> so good. That's uh, phenomenal. Fairly priceless. I love that one. Uh, what's on your program today? Well, Rob Jones will have uh, another pair of those two-day Metallica passes, August 4th and 6th, uh, up in northern New Jersey. Very cool stuff. We also will have Workforce Blocks for Billy Idol's birthday, uh, Deep Purple, Collective Soul, and I will have an announcement of the Killers returning to Atlantic City Mm. 
And I believe I will have tickets for that. It's a beautiful uh, thing. A beautiful thing. So yeah. I will bring it to America later today. <laughs> Please bring it to America. <laughs> Brings it to America. All right. Uh, we'll take this moment to thank our sponsors. President Steve Show is brought to you today. Uh, by Duncan. The President Steve Show runs on Duncan. Also, Acme Markets, Fresh Foods, Local Flavors, and uh, let's see, Beachbound. Are you craving a beach vacation? Book your next getaway with Beachbound Vacations at beachbound.com. Uh, tomorrow is a Thursday morning. We will be back with some entertaining things and stuff to give away, including uh, the Christmas Miracle Passes and as a guest, actor John Leguizamo. Yes. To talk about Violent Night. Yes. Which looks awesome. Uh, so we'll see what else we can get into as well. That's it. We're done. Rage on. Have a great day. And we'll see you tomorrow, friend. Bye-bye. Justin Steve. On 93.3 WMMR. Bing, there. Do-do-be-do. Do-da-da-do-dip-a-do.